Hello, I am Damon, and this is Podcast of the Damned. Hey everybody, it's Ed. And this is Audra. And we're back. Hey. We are back. It's a new month, a lot has happened since the last uh, episode. Um, sorry if I overspeak, I'm a little impaired tonight, <laughs> I kind of needed it. <coughs> we're all self-medicating. Um, I have arthritis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it helps my glaucoma. Um, no, I legitimately have. Arthritis. Oh yeah, yeah. You actually, yeah, you actually do. Fair enough. Um, let's get into it. Let's get right to business. Uh, it's a new month. Oh, and we also, yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Just overthought again. Um, what have we been watching? What about you, Audra? What have we been watching? Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, there's a uh, Hulu, um, based on real events, miniseries called The Act. Uh-huh. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. So, um, it's uh, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and I can't remember the exact time that this happened, but I'm thinking it was like 2012-ish, where um, uh, the mother is uh, played by uh, Patricia Arquette. Uh-huh. And the daughter is an actress that I am not familiar with. So basically, the mother is uh, a... Uh, she has the Munchausen by proxy, where she's basically um, believes that there's something wrong with her daughter, had her daughter's salivary glands removed at a young age, has been through every doctor, has her with a um, gastric tube feeding in her gut. Jesus. Um, and the child can actually, at this point... She's actually telling everybody she's 15, and she's even telling her daughter she's 15, but her daughter's actually like 18, and um, basically they're scamming the system in that her daughter's pretending to be in a wheelchair when she can actually walk, oh, and terrible. so it's they've moved to this new town in after uh, Hurricane Katrina, and, and everything. They lost their home, so they moved to a new town, got Habitat for Humanity to build them the whole, mm-hmm. you know, handicapped, accessible, and Gypsy is in, in the wheelchair. Well, her mother's actually giving her medication she doesn't need, um, telling Gypsy she can't swallow, telling her she's allergic to sugar when Gypsy actually finds out. She's, like, getting up in the middle of the night and, like, stashed candies and stuff that she shoplifted and she's sitting there hoarding sugar all night so her mother realizes she's doing this gets a prescription starts dumping it in her her gastric tube feeding and it makes all her teeth rot out so she has all her teeth extracted jesus christ and here's the yeah and here's the thing this girl you know and they're scamming they're shoplifting they're getting checks from people they're getting checks from the state and there's a one doctor who, um, she was in, god damn it, she was in Sense8 and a couple other movies. She's a, she plays a female doctor, and this female doctor's kind of getting it that, like, there's something going, something going on. And the daughter's playing into it because the mother's just total, just manipulative. Well, yeah, she's raised in it. Yeah, so and, you know, you're a good girl, and here's this girl who thinks she's 15, but she's really like 18, 19. Yeah, she's just been uh, being manipulated right. by her mom. And all of a sudden she decides that she wants to be involved with boys 
She's not allowed to have any friends, even with the teenage girl across the street. That's terrible. Whom you now know is really her age, but she thinks is a few years older than her. Uh-huh. So she doesn't go to school or anything. She's homeschooled. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so then... There it goes right there. So then, Gypsy meets a boy online who's got mental issues. And her and the boy, I think he lives in, in uh, Wisconsin... And she's in, God, where the fuck was she in? Anyway, they were in different states. Uh-huh. And she basically gets the boy, they they make a plan, he comes in, she meets him, they have sex in the bathroom of a movie theater, because it was the only way. Wow. She gets her mom to take her to a movie, a Disney movie, and then he's there, and then they sneak away. And, and so basically she gets the boy Done to come. <laughs> she gets the boy to come stab her mom. Wow. And kill her mom. It's and weird because what? it's as evil as shit, but I get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you get it. And then I'm, at, you know, there's, I think there's one more episode. And I mean, these kids are stupid. They don't know what they're doing. The boy's got mental problems. Um, uh, the one that plays his mom is the actress in uh, California and Natural Born Killers. Oh, oh, oh um, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, She's famous. Right? Julia. Ju- oh, God. Uh, is Juliet. She, is she in our Juliet cat? Lewis. Yeah. Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis plays the son, the, the boy's mother. And when the cops show up, because the gypsy and the boy are posting on the Facebook, and he goes, Did you turn location off first? And the gypsy's like, What? What is that? Right. And then all of a sudden the cops show up because they track the IP within, you know. Yeah. And the mom is like, my son has mental problems. What I was presented was she was living in a, a homeless shelter. So, of course, I said, let her come in. I didn't know, you know. And mm-hmm. it's just like all these these kids. And he's so mentally unstable. He believes he has somebody who lives in his eye named Victor. And he so tells him. Oh, oh, yeah. He's, and, he's just a schizophrenic. Yeah. Unmedicated. Unmedicated. And he tells the police, well, of course I did it to save her because I love her and we're going to start a family. And she's over there crying, doing that. And she has a little girl voice. My name is Gypsy. And I'm so... <laughs> and her mother even shaved her head, kept her head I shaved. Saw, I remember seeing that picture. Yeah. Like, wow. it's it's really fucked up and it's based on... I mean, obviously, they probably... I mean, it took some kind of creative license. Right. Yeah, they always but, do. And I initially started watching it because my aunt said you got to watch this shit it's crazy and it she's crazy. a mom i'm not a mom but you know yeah. it kind of reminds me of <coughs> like the documentary a few months back that debuted on netflix uh abducted in plain sight yes oh, i never watched i heard it's oh, dude, crazy it's i told I, I i told my sister to watch it and she's like i don't know i was like okay i'll do this I'll give you. I'll even set a timer, which I did. I said, well, "I'm gonna set a timer for ten minutes, and then I'll ask you if you want me to." And I'll ask you if you want me to turn it off. Sure enough, by minute eight, she's like, uh, "You don't even have to go the full ten minutes." It gets that. It's that crazy of a story. Well, I heard like the guy ends up banging the whole family. Yes, yes, everybody consensually. Yes. Wasn't like he he, yeah. he got them all to because. The dad is basically gay, and he's just in the, the closet. They were LDS, by the yeah. way, in the '80s in Pocatello. Utah. Which I remember as a child. I lived in Boise as a child yeah. when all this was going on. And I remember seeing news because my parents were very into me watching the news. 
<laughs> okay, okay, so most people didn't have the TV on at dinner time. We had the news on at dinner time, and then we discussed it at dinner time. That's interesting. My parents were raising an intellectual. Uh, okay. Oh, maybe that makes sense. No. And they also were like, they're evil. Kind of what we're doing with Eloise, but we're yeah. actually giving her an equal part love. Yeah. Well, my parents were like, if you, th- this is the corruption and evil in the world, if you don't like it, grow up and change it. You know. uh, yeah, I okay. can see that. Make a difference. They were trying to instill that, although maybe a little too viscerally, but yeah. hey, they were young too. They right? were trying their best. They were trying their best. <laughs> They're baby boomers. But um, yeah, so I remember news stories of this stuff, and I can guarantee you they didn't tell anything on the news back then about all the sex and the, you know, banging the whole family. Like, No, they didn't. Uh, I don't think they would have, would they? No, they wouldn't have. But you know, um, but what was the name of that show again? The Act. The Act. Okay. Yeah, it's on Hulu, and I think there's four episodes so far. I think the last one's going to be the. Oh, that's short. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a mini series rather than a full. I like that. It's yeah, like a docudrama mini series. I mean, the last episode ends with the kids are fucking in custody, so there can't be much further going on. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and <laughs> I've looked it up on the interwebs and. Found out the reality of this case, and the two kids are still in jail. Wow, even you know, yeah, damn. So oh, that's crazy. So yeah, what else are you watching? <laughs> well, I told you, like Brandon and I tried to watch Eli Ross, The Green Inferno, and right, and it was yeah. I liked it, but I I get why it's not everyone's cup of tea. No, that's but hardcore. it is a carbon copy, pretty much. At least the 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 beats more than the event um, of Cannibal Holocaust. It's but it's it's really an homage to that that old thing. And movie. then of course another thing I've been watching is blah 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 blah. Star Wars. Was that Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay. Oh Jesus! It was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe I should have yeah, pulled think, out my reader. Yeah. Maybe you're a little toned down. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Just saying. That's why. That's why when everybody's let's go sing karaoke, I'm like. No. <laughs> nah. Really, really, I don't need to prove to y'all that I can't <laughs> yeah. sing. I know I can't sing. And I'm, are you guys Oof. caught? Are you caught up to like the second uh, yes, episode yes. of season oh, eight? I, I am. Yeah. Man, it's just gonna get so crazy. Tomorrow's episode is gonna yeah. be hour and a it. half. Uh, yeah. Well, I half. think they're doing what six episodes? Yeah. Yeah. And now well, they're just gonna get longer and longer. It's yeah, it's five episodes uh, left. Okay. Oh, so they're gonna do eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh no, you said six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so there's four more. Four, four more. more I'm math. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm in. I'm impaired. Please. I'm but just, no, I'm. Do Game you of I need to put a blankie off. on you? No, I'm not. I'm not over. Oh, that's not. I'm not. It's this not too much. Brought to you by Jack Herrera. <laughs> but uh, is that everything for you? Oh, well, no. I watched um, Man versus. Man versus that we're going to oh, podcast about. Yes, for, man versus for Netflix and chill. Yeah, uh, a segment in uh, my other podcast, a uh, little cross promotion, uh, Black Nerd Radio. Um, Black Nerd Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, what was that movie? Man versus man nature. Vers- just man versus. That's right. It's just man versus because you don't really know what the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. It gets a little. Crazy. You know, and. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give you spoilers. I'm gonna save it for our podcast. I'm not yeah. gonna fuck up our podcast. But yeah. I'm gonna say you know how I feel about found footage, mm-hmm. and this was something that was quasi found footage esque. 
Yeah, the style was. What well, the style was. Well, you don't and like the, found footage. I fucking hate it. But what did you think of this then? It was it was enjoyable. Um, it was not bad. I wouldn't say I like loved it. Right. But I wasn't going, motherfucking motherfuck made me watch another motherfucking <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of way I felt. Found I, footage, motherfucker. I literally put it on to um, <laughs> to just have background while I was dinking around editing on the on my on the iPad, mm-hmm. and it turned out I was like, wow! I ended up just watching it. It was like that. I was expecting something different. I didn't mm-hmm. expect that. So yeah, I don't want to fuck up the whole segment. Audrey, I'm just watching Audrey. She's taking her bra off through her shirt. <laughs> Flash dance. <laughs> Except it's a front loader, so it's a little harder to get off. Uh, it means she's had enough wine, and now she's officially relaxed. Hey, I'm in my own. I'm in my own home. Why do I need to be wearing a goddamn bra? I just think it's funny. The girls still stand up mostly on their own. I just think it's funny because I remember when uh, my mom. My mom. I, that's how I knew she was totally relaxed when she would do that. Oh know, hell take yeah! Off, take off my bra through the shirt trick. Bra, <laughs> bra comes off. We ain't going nowhere now. <laughs> yeah, it's basically means home. don't ask, and you're not going. You, unless you can get there by yourself, I'm yeah. not taking you. Oh, my bra's off. You saw that. You saw the hell act. Oh, that's so much better. So, <laughs> what about you, Ed? What have you been watching? Uh, yesterday, I did watch again Tucker and Dale versus <coughs> Evil. You really <coughs> like that movie? I do. It's so fucking funny because it's a slasher film comedy. That, that works. Yeah, it's that works. so rare. But it makes fun of how All the miscommunication and misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's a funny scene at the beginning where Tucker tells Dale, just go talk to the college kids. And after you say something, laugh. And so Dale, you know, being an innocent soul, yeah. goes up to him, but he has a scythe with him. <laughs> and so he walks up to them. So you guys going camping? Ha! <laughs> you know, just... You know, yeah. and the college kids are like, who the fuck <laughs> is this? Yeah. Yeah, so Have you funny. ever seen it on uh-uh. it's, oh it's on God, Netflix. Oh, my God. Do yourself a favor. It's one of the few. <coughs> I, I, you know, well, you know I like good campy horror. Yeah, but this, this is, is one of them. It is really one half. It's like Shaun of the Dead. One half comedy, one half horror. See, I love that, Shaun of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, me too. It's one of those few horror comedies that work. And to Duck and Tell vs. Evil is definitely that. And it says it was on shelf for three years. Does that mean it was made and then... It yeah, it was made and then the studio didn't have faith in it, so they shelved it. Because they didn't think it was going to make money. And that movie's got like a 7.5 on IMDb well, they for did the a same slasher thing film. Remember, they said this isn't going to make any money. It's a cult classic. Yeah. It did Some the, of these not, guys not, don't know their... Uh, not John Carpenter's Halloween. The... Uh, um, the new one, 2018? No, no, no. What? Uh, Trick or Treat, I'm sorry. Oh, that's a... That movie was Idiots. shelved when they made it. They said it was not going to make any money, and it turned out to, to this day it's a cult classic. They're trying to do a sequel. But if you haven't seen Tucker and Dale, I would recommend it. I strongly it's recommend it. It's on Netflix, it. It, it is, and it's legit funny. Okay. And it turns out there's no. Well, bad... I've seen it in the queue before, and yeah, it's it's on. It's it's one of those in like when I'm up of mood. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, yeah. when it I'm was, of mood, it literally it's, is one of those. There's really no bad guys. I mean, the college students are assholes, but they're not bad guys. It's just totally yeah. misunderstanding. Yeah, just judging two rednecks who buy a cabin in the middle of the woods. Who's it's just a rundown cabin, but to the you know two hillbilly guys, it's their dream home vacation. 
and they're going there for the first time to rebuild it. So of course they have a scythe and chainsaws and other power tools. Yeah. And the 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 kid college kids are mistaking it for weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're serial killer motherfuckers. <laughs> and they're yeah. really nice. They're talking about how it'd be cool to see hang out. You know, we they, didn't expect to see and they here. love beer. Which right. <laughs> the beer is so funny in this show. And they're, I don't want to give away too much, but like there's one scene when they first walk in their new cabin, which like maybe to us, if we walked into, would be freaked out. But look at this place. This place is wonderful. (laughs) And they walk up to a wall and there's a news, bunch of news cut out, news articles cut out about this massacre that happened around there in the 70s. And, you know, we're reading it. Oh, 12 dead or something like that and they're like oh look at this coupon no expiration date all right <laughs> they're just innocent okay, i'll check it out uh, I, really, I don't want to give too much away yeah, you'll like it i think I, I i liked i forgot i didn't even think about that until you they're, said it. they're thinking of doing a sequel but i don't know I if that worked i think it's too much of a good thing because it's the way it's set up yeah it, it, I don't think it will work again. May, they could do it. I'm not. I'm not optimistic on you that know, kind of thing. Kind of like with Re- Return of the Dead, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Remember, everyone liked the two guys that you know starred the whole thing by kicking the container. And oh the, yeah, the, yeah. People liked those characters so much, but they they died. Uh-huh. So they brought them back and just as two other people with the same kind of characters. Characters yeah. in the second one, they weren't playing themselves. They were playing those characters. In another situation, so they could do the same thing with Tucker and Dale, just yeah, put them in a true. whole other situation. But and the and the the bad guy instead in, of telling retelling is that still story. alive after the end of Tucker and Dale. Yeah, and instead of telling that's retelling, you know, yeah, that story, just do a Tucker and Dale in another situation because they're <laughs> stereotypes. So yeah. yeah, if they're stereotypes, you can kind of fit that in in other ways. What else I've been watching? Oh, I think that's pretty much it. I've okay. been playing a lot of more video games. I was supposed to do a Hello Neighbor, which is you're, you think your neighbor is a serial killer, and so it's a stealth game, and you have to sneak in his house, and the whole time you have to sneak around. If you make any noise, he'll go check it out. If your neighbor is a serial killer, you yeah. can sneak into his house. Oh, that reminds me of that one movie. I've, I never haven't talked. Class of Summer 84. of 84. Summer of I like 84. That movie. It's kind of the same story. Where yeah. a little kid, not a kid, little kid, but a teenage kid thinks his neighbor is a serial killer who's also a cop. And it's based in, you know, 1984, summer of that. Yeah. Uh, that's a great movie. That's a... I liked it. What's the word? Like, uns, uh, unspoken? Uh, oh, you're talking about uh, underrated? Maybe? Underrated. Yeah. I liked it a lot, too. And the ending is good. Yeah. It opens it up for is... a sequel without being pretentious. You think so? Oh, I mean, I mean, it's pretty. It could, it could, but I don't know if they will. Yeah, I don't think they should. I, I think it's better if they just end it the way they end it. So, summer of '84, I would that definitely is, check that out. That is, that's on Shutter right now. I uh, you keep pushing that on me, dude. You would be so happy. I think I would, <laughs> but then also Disney Plus is coming out. Disney you know. Plus is coming out. It's, Fuck Disney. Well, I got a little girl well, and then that. Marvel. You say <laughs> so that. those two things. But Disney owns. <laughs> Well, everything now. Everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all streaming media that is available, with the, with the exclusion of porn. Well, actually, porn. some of the porn companies are under the umbrella, of under another umbrella, under another. So they, they are, too. But um, they own 40% of all content. Disney alone, jeez. And they bought Hulu. Uh, Hulu they own 70% of Hulu. So everything on Disney Plus, which starts September, oh no, I'm sorry, November of this year, 
November of this year, and their premiere show is The Mandalorian. Everyone was excited about that. You one. seen the trailer? Yeah, Ooh, Brandon was telling me about that. It looks actually good. It looks like, like they're, they're, it's like a western. Anyway, I'm 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 getting off. Well, Star Wars <laughs> is a spaghetti western in space. Yeah, that's true. But um, Disney Plus comes out then. It's six ninety five, I think, which is the cheapest any major streaming service is. Even like that DC is seven ninety five. So. I'm going to get it. Yeah, I, I think sooner or later I'll definitely get it. Just because of the Marvel and uh, Disney movies for my daughter. Everything on... Everything Pixar. On Di- and, and their entire catalog. Yeah, so it's just... I mean, because Pixar movies alone... I mean, even like Incredibles, which came out like 15 years ago, is still like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm, it never drops. Yeah. Um, another movie I checked out, you told me to check out, was The Void. Oh, well, that, we'll get to that. Okay, it's okay. Just, we'll okay. get to that. Um, I... Um. Well, to add to your point mm-hmm. uh, about the streaming, it's six ninety five for Disney, and everything on Disney is going to be PG thirteen, and everything R and above, well R. Yeah. <laughs> what um, X? <laughs> yeah, R is going to be on Hulu. Well, I already have Hulu's, Hulu. Yeah, so that means Hulu is going to really get beefed up soon. I mean, it's already happening, but it really get beefed up because. All of Disney's owned rated R stuff that includes their superhero stuff. Uh, oh, Deadpool, kind of. Uh, Deadpool, that includes everything that's R. Even non, you know, what you would consider a Disney movie, like Miramax, all their catalog, that's all Disney now. Miramax, Dimension, that is all Disney. What about H- Lionsgate? Lionsgate, I don't know who, who they're under. Because they're a sub. Uh, yeah, but they're a popular. Yeah, but they're not one of the big six. Okay. They're part. They're they're owned by one of the big six. And I have HBO now, right now, just for the Game of Thrones last season. Yeah, we have HBO Go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that the one streaming one you pay fifteen bucks for? Mm -hmm. Is it now or Go? I'm thinking of. It's Go. Okay. That's not worth it. I mean, besides now. Okay, HBO now. It's not worth it. I mean, after Game of Thrones ends, it's kind of their movie selection isn't that good. It's not that great. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're great. It's not that great. Fifteen bucks. And it's 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 ridiculous. I know. It's I've. There's no other stream. The only one close to that is Netflix. The inner catalog is way Dude, bigger. I pay the lower price. 12, with, 12 I pay like eight. Maybe I pay twelve bucks, but I think I pay like eight or ten bucks. I pay yeah. the lowest you can. It has way better and wider selection than HBO now does. Mm-hmm. They only have a, uh, Game of Thrones, and that's it. Well, for me, it's True Detective. Also, that I never got into that. That's really good. That had um, the sec- season two is dog shit. Season three is good, really good, and season one is really good. That's the one that had Woody Harrelson. In one yeah, Woody Harrelson there. and Matthew McConaughey. Okay. And the whole thing is they're being interviewed. They're older, retired cops, and they're talking about this crazy case they worked on. It's like in retro. It's like a oh. flashback. Speaking of Woody Harrelson, I did watch that uh, The Highwaymen. That was good. You like that? Yeah. That was really good. I'm f- yeah, well, no, I haven't finished it. I'm almost done. It's very good. It's That I movie, like it. and which reminds me of another movie I just recently finished last night, that's a great thing about something like Netflix for some of these movies better than movie theaters. Highwaymen was great for Netflix, and I finished uh, The Sister's Brother. 
Yeah, the sister brothers. John oh, C. Riley. My aunt was telling me about that. That movie got like a standing ovation at the like Sundance Festival, something like that. But when it got to theater, it bombed. Mm-hmm. But I think a movie like that, just like Highwaymen, are perfect for Netflix. Right. It's a wonderful movie, but you don't that, see like, yourself going to. Yeah, to paying see it. fifteen bucks per person to go see a movie like it's wonderful. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, I don't like going to theaters that much. I stopped going to see Avengers, something like see that. See these big temple. Oh, I went and saw Hellboy. That's something we'll oh. see uh, uh, the movie. I saw Hellboy also, so we'll just take it off my list, and let's talk about Hellboy real quick. Uh, did you like it or not like it? I liked it. Really? Um, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. But I, let's just say I was entertained and enjoyed it, but I went in with low expectations. I completely... <laughs> Did not like it. And here's the thing. I, I, there's things about it I liked. Was it the Arthurian thing? Arthurian thing. Mm-hmm. What about it? Excalibur and all that. Was that no, it? that part didn't bother me. Um, okay. I had high hopes for this movie because I like Hellboy. I love Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall directed it. Uh, if you've seen like The Descent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, Dog Soldiers. I really like oh, that Oh, yeah, you introduced that one to That was you. really good. That was his first movie. Um, what happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he, he even did uh, Centurion. Uh, that was a good movie. That's a sword and sandals kind of movie. Did you ever read the Hellboy comic books? Any of yeah, them? I did. Okay, you did? Okay, I did too. I read them after <coughs> the Ron Perlman. And then after reading... I never saw the new one, Hellboy. But I saw the original Hellboy... Then finally read the comics and I was like, "This is more of a horror, yeah, than a fantasy." Yeah. And that's what I liked about the this new Hellboy. It was closer, <coughs> in some ways, to the comics. Like Hellboy in this new one, he wasn't pretty. No, he yeah, like in he the was old one, demon. In the old one, <coughs> uh, you know, the Del Toro ones, he seemed very. Like, he was Ron Perlman. Yeah, but he was very smooth looking. Very, <coughs> uh, what's the word I'm looking Polished. for? Polished. And this one, he's all scarred up. He's you know doesn't look you know pretty. Just looks you know like a demon from hell. And the violence was really up. Yeah, it was R. There, and that was that was I like that, but it wasn't enough to call it a good movie. It was like the it seemed very poorly edited. There seemed like it was all over the place. And this version steered way hard into camp. I mean, I didn't know that well, right there, away. I see what you're talking about. The like, campy stuff. Even with like the opening scene when he's doing like the, the narration. Like, <laughs> and there's evil witch. Because there's always an evil witch. It's like, oh, oh, so we're going camp. But they didn't <laughs> consistently camp. It was campy for a bit and then it went away I felt that. it went all the way. There's, and, and there was no like... I felt it was like all the way camp. I mean, if, I mean the old ones weren't campy. But if you're going to go campy, that's fine. That looks like they're going to do a different tone. Yeah. But the story was all over the place. And it's so poorly edited. I was like, scenes didn't mesh together. Music was dropped in that didn't really match the scene. And mm. it was... It, I'm going to wait till the streaming service. Absolutely. I would not pay to see this. Okay. I did. Yeah, I, I well, I, did. I went with a friend of mine who was paying for us to go. He yeah. was like... <laughs> Let's go to the, well, and we did the Cinetopia, which I'm going to tell you right now. I'm you fuck going to the theater unless it's the Cinetopia in the adult room where Nothing I get a pitcher it. of beer and an ottoman and a nice pillow behind my back. 
It's I a nice, comfortable that. setting. Uh, that sounds nice. It, it, and the food's decent. Yeah. And well, you pay a little more, you but do. what you're really paying for is not having that riffraff. Right. Yeah. I've, I've, Usually people that pay that much to go want to go see a movie. They don't want to talk and disrupt it for everybody and, yeah. else. Like I, I used to. I kind of cut back from it. It's uh, Regal on Sunday and Tuesday have like a five, six dollar deal. Yeah, you're right, right. Mm-hmm. And I did like Thor Ragnarok in a couple of those movies there. And people will bring their babies mm-hmm. at a 10 o'clock show in PM. Yeah. And it's like, what the And there's fuck? no cry room. Yeah. Yeah, not like the old days at the old coin yeah. theater. Yeah. That was nice. Was I saw a picture of one of those. <laughs> I'm the younger one. <laughs> I, I went to the coin theater downtown. They had a sound. They had a cry room. They had a couple cry rooms. They had a room where you could, you know, even if you, those chatty Cathys would go and sitting there, which is perfect. You yeah. never had that problem. It seems nowadays people seem more feel more and more entitled, like they're at fucking home. Because I I love going to the movies. I go to quite a few a year just in the theater, but. It gets to a point now that if I can, if I can find it on streaming at home, I would just rather do that because I hate dealing with these fucking idiots. And I'll just save like, you know, bunch of them save them for these big movies like you know Avengers and or something. And then I you really can pause it and go to the restroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because Avengers well, is like three hours. There's no intermission. See, and dude, look at the size of my TV. It's pretty big. It's bigger than mine, and mine's big. Okay. So, like... It's a 70 inch? 60 inch. 63 inch, actually. Okay. Because size matters. In TVs. <laughs> I got a 52. 55. But, but the fact is, is we... Well, we fell into it. It was an estate sale. A friend of mine was like, hey, they're selling this for 300 bucks. We're yeah, like... you got a deal. Sold. It's a plasma <laughs> Give me screen. That shit. Yeah. We're like, fucking 300 bucks sold. And, um... So, it's like, I'm less inclined to go to a theater and deal with all the people and... Their children and everything. Yeah. When I've got this big ass TV that looks really nice. Now there are some movies that I will go to the theater for. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You just want that full. Experience. But there's only right. like a handful of those for right. me in a year. See, I go quite a bit, but you know, I'm I'm such a fanatic. I'll go by myself. You know. Yeah. I'll catch a 11 a.m. show after work. Just so I don't have to deal with anybody. Well, my roommate Brandon went to the 9 9 a.m. showing of Endgame this morning. so That's smart. You know, he was like, yeah. I was like barely awake. He's like, can you get dressed in 10 minutes? Let's go. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not even awake yet. I drank a bottle of wine last night. That's America's guy. Yeah, that was a good movie. But um, what else uh, else you been watching? Uh, That's pretty much it. Well, I was feeling, and I still play that Dead by Daylight horror game. Uh-huh. I play a killer more than a survivalist. More. Because it's fun to be Michael Myers. <laughs> well, uh, we've talked about a lot of what I've been watching, uh, but two things I did check out uh, Pet Cemetery, the new one. Um, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Seen any of them. You really haven't seen the original? No. Have you read the book? No, nothing. <laughs> I know of it for a long time, but I just it didn't interest me. It's like Chucky or Freddy or. Oh, no, yeah, you think you, I remember you saying, "I don't care about a killer cat." It's not about a cat. It's not yeah. about the cat. Maybe cat the, is just the first thing. The cat's just yeah. Just but the it was a little boy too, right? Okay. It was just the first thing to come back. But and, it's not uh, the little boy is not Chucky. The little boy is more zombie. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll well, here's what I like. Have you guys now. seen the new one? Oh, you haven't no, seen no, it. I haven't, I haven't seen the new one. I'm going to spoil it 
<gasps> I read the book. I mean, it's a fifty-year, almost. Is a the 50 book year just like movie. how long is the book? Like, is it it or shorter? Oh it's no, it's shorter. It's shorter than okay. it. Okay. It's probably about four hundred pages. Yeah, it's okay. a pretty quick read. Okay. Yeah, it's quick, not. Quick it's not a thousand or twelve hundred pages. It's like Carrie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So spoilers on this old ass <gasps> movie. That the book's been out since the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties. I don't know why I said forty. Or 50 years, I'm thinking of a different book. <laughs> Numbers. Dumb. I'm dumb. Well, um, it's at least 30-something. Yeah. 35. Yeah, it came out 84. God damn. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> this uh, does a gender swap, which I like because... Okay, let's, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I I know that the original Pet Cemetery is a classic, but I was never a huge fan of that movie. I don't Oh, it was it, terrible. I don't own it on VHS. It was I never owned it on was it a VHS. TV movie? No, okay. no, no. It was a theatrical release. Okay. Oh, it's it's kind of beloved with. Is people. it because of what they is what they were capable well, of doing? It, you it know was what I mean? like some of the. It didn't follow the book. It didn't follow oh. the book that close. And but one thing that the movie did 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 do that I've always hated about the book and the movie was that it didn't get into why. Okay, you know, you know, you know, this cat didn't make it. And then you take your 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 grief stricken. I get it, especially well, now. Well, it was the old Indian burial grounds. Yeah, but he takes but his again, kid out he, there, and then the kid then comes back all fucked up. So he's like, and then the wife dies. He's like, well, I'll, you know, it'll it'll work this time because there's less time. He's just like unraveling and being irrational. But yeah. I always never bought it in the book, and I didn't buy it in the movie. It's not one of my favorite of Stephen King's books. So he doesn't explain how the grounds work or why it works. No, it, you know, it just does. It just does. And it and it well, it did, and it doesn't work correctly anymore. I mean, they bring stuff back now, but it's they're, not they're okay. Not, they're they're, oh. they're all fucked up. It's, it's not they're okay. evil, and. Uh, but what huh. I liked about this one is it tried to explain that a little bit. And uh, they did make more sense why each, when you get killed by whatever the person comes back as, it's really not that person. It's something that possesses their body with all of their memories. Which is implied oh, in the like, book, but yeah. not really explained. It sounds like a demon. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's, Well, in this know. one, they, they say it's the Wendigo. And it's kind of weird how it works. You never see it, but you see like a, in one scene you see like, it's in the distance. You see its silhouette watching what's going on. It's like it's willing. To, I, I, I'll put it this way. I liked this one. I don't own the original on DVD, but I will buy this one. Okay. And uh, I, I, I liked it. A lot of people just call it sacrilege because it doesn't you know, follow the first one. And they, they gender swap. The daughter's the one that dies. And Gage... Which isn't a big deal. Well, Gage in the book and in the movie is six years old. Uh-huh. Now I'll kick a six-year-old in the chest. I mean, granted... <laughs> no, in the book he was more like three or You're right, four. you're right, you're right. In the movie... He was a toddler. In the movie he was a toddler. Or in the movie he's like six. Six. In the book he was like a toddler, which was more the 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 tragedy. But in this okay. one, she's... And it was never... That and there was only one child physical in the book. threat. No, there was two. Was there two? Yeah. Okay. Um... In this one, the girl dies, and she's eleven. It's more a little bigger, a, yeah. And when she it and you know in the original, she was just he was just evil. Didn't explain anything. He didn't talk much. He just wanted to kill. And, Shut up, killing. 
And but in this one, it's clear she's otherworldly because she comes back and she first thing out of her mouth when she walks through the front door, she asks her dad, Am I dead? And he's like, uh, no, you're not dead. You're just back. She's like, back from where if I'm not dead? And it was just like, it was kind of eerie. And there's a scene where he's just, she just doesn't seem soul, like she doesn't have a soul. And she's sitting in the tub. He's washing her. He's brushing her hair. And he can see the staples in the back from the autopsy. And she and she's like, why? Why did you stop calling Because she knows you're watching, you know. And But she, she when she kills the neighbor guy next door who's befriended the family, and she's telling him all about his wife that died and how she's in hell and and uh, there's nothing after this. There's no heaven after this. And it's just, I thought it was a little more... That sounds good. Yeah, I'm telling you, you should watch it, Jackass. Or read the book. <laughs> You'll like it. You'll like it. Read the book. Read the read book. Read the book. Okay. But um, I, I, I really like this one. I really liked it. A lot of people, a lot of King purists didn't like it, but I did. I don't know. I'm nitpicky sometimes fans can be. Yeah, it'd be shitty. But I get it. I get why they, you know, why they would like this, the old one over this one, but I like this one more. Okay. Uh, thing on, another thing I watched on um, Netflix is a short series, uh, Black Summer. Oh, you told oh, me Oh, I was this. looking at that. It is pretty damn good. It's it in was, my queue, but I, I hadn't watched you know, it. I think we've talked about this before, but I really think zombie films are getting fucked out. They're just too much. Well, duh. So, nobody's afraid. I'm not. But, dude, I'm not even afraid of zombies anymore. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, you know, it seems like it's more of that genre than any other genre right now. Zombie. zombie. Ever since, like, I'd say 2004, 2005. I still haven't finished Train to Busan yet. Really? Yeah, I so good. It is, but it's like the whole zombies happen so much. Right. I know. You know. I know when he gave it to me to, to do for our, for our Netflix and chill, I was just like, another fucking zombie? <laughs> but no, that one was actually... Really I remember really to the it. scene where... The like, guy learns the, how to be a good father right. in, a, in a zombie apocalypse. Where the train yeah. gets infected and like the pregnant woman discovers, just cover up the windows with newspapers. They'll stop attacking us. Uh-huh. That's, that's where I'm kind of okay. at right now. I do oh, like... crazy Still the there. beginning. Yeah. When, she, yeah. yeah. when she figures that out. It's still kind of early, but yeah, I just... Yeah, zombies. Well, uh, well, you watch watch it. I it's it's a good father daughter film actually. Weirdly, <laughs> I have a daughter. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I don't but, think she's old enough to watch this movie though. No, we're having a moment. <laughs> uh, but it's like you saw how he's kind of a shitty, kind of detached father. He's a work a stereotypical Workaho- workaholic yeah. dad. But he realizes I he becomes that. his good yeah. father by the end of the movie. I mean, I, the, I was like, God damn, you know. It's, and that's the a end of the world, but he pulled it together. He pulled that's it a together. rough zombie disease, too. That's the one, it happens quick and fast, and they're runners. It's yeah. 28 days later, so. Yeah. yeah. That, those are like, the walking dead, zombies don't, that's scary. You know, when they're shambling like that, mm-hmm. I always equate them, like, Romero said this, and it's true. It's like like, like bees. One or two. Yeah, it sucks, but you can, you know, you'll be fine. But if you got fifty of them, but even you get a with problem. the runner ones, you get one of them, they're yeah. you're fucked. But in black, uh, in black summer. Oh yeah, we we're talking about. Yeah, that. that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I did it too. Um, is black summer? Is they're they're like runners. It's like you die and you're up in seconds. But what's really cool is it's really more about. I want you guys both to watch it and just give it 
give it two episodes because it's really not just one linear story. It's vignettes on several groups of people. And okay. they're all trying to get to the Coliseum where it's supposed to be safe and the military's there. But it's more about how quickly society would break down. I remember a few weeks ago, Audrey and I were on, the, I don't know, I don't think it was this podcast. We were doing a Netflix and chill and we were talking about, I forget the movie, but it was where... Uh, it was The Silence. Yes. and Where I was, shit broke down so quickly within like three days. Yeah, and you're like, I don't There's see. already a cult forming. Yeah. And they're cutting their tongues off. <laughs> but Only and three I, and days. I talk, and I talked to you, and I, I remember arguing the point. There's a lot of people in the world that are waiting for some shit like that to happen so they can do whatever weird shit they want. Yeah, that's my biggest Black nervous. Summer proves that. I mean, it, it's, it's like, I think one, at one point one guy goes, this is what I've always wanted to do. And it's like, yeah, that would make sense. This is... Those people are just waiting the winds for some catastrophe to exploit it. Hey, even the real monsters come out. Yeah, it was like the, the real... It was weird. It was like... Uh, it really talks about how certain people, society is just... Their humanity is gone the minute stuff falls apart and their world is tilted a certain way. And then some people who actually pull together and try and survive. There's a couple I ended up... You end up hating, but you end up really liking towards the end of the show... Uh, not hating, but you know, not feeling anything for it. There was a this is this one guy and this Japanese woman that did not speak English, and uh, the other guy was he was kind of short tempered and kind of dumb, and she she was clearly smart, but she couldn't speak yeah, English. Yeah. And you follow these people through this through the story of them trying to get to the call scene because every group you follow, they're trying to have the same goal. They have all the same goal, and then okay. it comes to a head by by episode. It's only eight episodes. And I think about 45 minutes a piece. Oh, that's not bad. And I ended up... Uh, the, I've only, it only took me two days to watch it because it was one of those things where I'll give it one episode and, you know, I'll catch the next one tomorrow. By f- by five, by episode five, I was like, God damn it, I got to go to bed. I got to go to work. <laughs> so it's really good and fast and the stories run well together. The zombies, is they feel like a real threat. Okay. Because they have people acting like people would act. Like people, there's a scene where everybody has guns and they're like trying to get to the Coliseum. Yeah. And of those, like maybe a hundred people, probably ten of them are really trained in it. So there's so many. They talk about like so many people are just scared and shooting blindly, killing other people because they don't Which know how to shoot. More zombies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a, you know, this is kind of what happens. And it was like, because you get all these, and the guy's like, there's no one here that knows what they're doing. And there's no plan. And it's, it's really, it's, I liked it a lot. Because it felt like, this is how Where's it really Where's the city go. yet? It's based in? Do you remember? It doesn't, it doesn't really specify. Okay. I'm trying to, because if you're in a country, then everyone knows how to use a gun. <laughs> no, no, it's in the city. Okay. Yeah, then, it's yeah. in the city. In fact, it, where the military is held up for people to come is in this Coliseum in town, yeah. downtown, and that is the worst place to be because everybody's down there. All the zombies are down there. And it's bringing more and more people because they want to be saved, which causes more and more. Yeah. In fact, it gets to a point to when you, people you follow, the ones who do make it, there's just as much military uniforms running around as zombies than they are regular. <laughs> it's, a, it's a clusterfuck. I have to. All right, I'll check this out. I yeah, I give it give it one episode. I I guarantee you, we're gonna probably want to check it out because it is is a zombie movie, not just about zombies, but at the same time, it's always a threat. 
It's always a threat. Yeah, that's a big difference. And it just kind of like how some people will just break down. Some people will rise to the occasion. And you really don't know what you're going to do in that pickle. No. You know. You can and think. it's scary because then, you know, well, it just, you know, people get <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And, of course, I saw the Avengers just yesterday. But that's going to be another podcast. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm doing an entire do podcast it. on Black Nerd. Oh. Uh, other podcast cross promotion we're doing an entire episode just on that so that'll be Wednesday so you know since we've all figured out what we've been watching uh-huh. there is a segment that I they're finding out you didn't see a couple of I excuse me iconic horror films we just have a segment every month called educating Ed <laughs> I had you watch The Void. Yes, that think? is true. What did you think? I liked it, especially since it was, what was it, a fun, no, not fun. It was a fan-budgeted film. Yes. And for that, it did a great job, and they didn't, what they tried to aim for, for it with the monsters in it, they didn't do the typical, what they do now is CG, but they went to the classic, uh, the classic, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Damn it, I'm. Fucking having a brain fart here. Genre trope. No, uh, with the monsters instead of using CG, they use oh practical effects. Practical effects. Thank you. Um, um and the story, like I had to look it up a little bit afterwards, but they kind of took off, I guess, off of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, but, it's a, uh, it's very H.P. Lovecraft, Lovecraftian. Yeah. Um, but they still don't give you a lot. No, it's. I'll just give a quick synopsis real quick of. What the, what it is uh, shortly after delivering a patient to an understaffed hospital a police officer officer experienced strange and violent occurrences seemingly linked to a group of mysterious hooded figures uh, it ha- didn't it have it was like a love letter to the thing uh, a little had, bit had a very thing feel to it the monsters did yes and especially like there's a scene where they're fighting it in the hallway and it's like the father the, and the son. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah that definitely and did. It, it, the, there's no light in there. They're just using flare light. It had a very... And then they had to use an axe. Yeah, just like the thing. It was very Carpenter-esque. And, and they, they said one of it. their biggest uh, influences was John Carpenter. My, one of my favorite parts is... Okay, so... I'm going to spoil it. Is there a spoil it? Absolutely. This is your, your, your uh, segment. Is when the cop and the father and son go to the basement, to the morgue, I think they were trying to get to. And, of course, it's not there because it turns out the doctor can do whatever he wants and change... I forget the word I'm looking for. Like, just change reality. Yeah, he's opening portals to other worlds. He's like Thanos. Reality (laughs) can be whatever he wants to be. Yeah. And so they're like, you know, there's more hallway here. There's another stair set. There's there's not supposed to be another stairs there. Well, we're going down there anyways. But when they get down there, you see the doctor's experiments. And they can't die. Yeah. And they prove it right away by the first thing they show you is this. It's a human person, or was, slamming their head against a pipe. And it it, um, it kept slamming and slamming, and it already has a hole. Like, if you, me, did this, we'd be dead yeah. hours ago. But it just won't die. Like, clearly it doesn't have any more brain or eyes or anything. But it can't die. It wants to die. 
Yeah. And that that basement scene was the best. So, yeah, when you get to see all the different variety of monsters that the doctor experimented on and everything. What I liked about this, Audrey, remember on an old podcast we had that um, when I had a bottle of those movies <laughs> and we were we were going down the list. Countdown, Countdown to, to Extinction. Extinction. Thank God. Yeah. Damn, how could I forget? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, we had, Audrey and I had an old podcast where I you had bought 53. A, yeah, 53 Jeez. movies that I bought at a closing video store. You guys are a trooper. And there were, But there were oh, 53 bro. movies that I had not seen. So... Uh, yeah, Ed and I There's attempted. A for that. Ed yeah. and I attempted to do this podcast. I was like, "This is a waste about, of my time." After about episode six, Ed couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> uh, Audrey had a, a little higher resolve because yeah. she picked up the. I had her watch the first six, and then because I'd already seen them, and then she and I chewed through all fifty-three. Of those fifty-three, I think I kept maybe fifteen. Ugh. I kept one of them. Yeah, but uh, one of those that I really liked. Uh, was Father's Day. It was kind of a crazy movie about a priest, uh, this gay guy, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a Snake Plissken type, and they're fighting this serial killer that's also a demon, and oh. he only kills and rapes people's fathers. So it's called Father's Day because he'd pick a day and didn't do it. That one wasn't horrible. I know, it was weird, right? Mm-hmm. So if he wanted to get you, he would kill and rape your dad. Exactly. Yeah. What if you hate your dad? On Father's Day. <laughs> On Father's Day. What if you hate your dad? Well, that that is actually <laughs> one of the plots. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but the guy must be stopped. He's just doing more harm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Nobody would. It was this film troupe, kind of like my film troupe is Nomad Flix. There's like five of us. But there's a group of six guys that did this movie, and it's, they're called themselves Astron Six. And it's like six guys that do these movies. They'll get hire other people, but it's always these six guys playing different characters and everything they do. They did it on a super subpar level. Sub, I mean, micro budgets. I mean, we're talking like five, ten grand. And, oh, wow. Uh, um, they would all take turns being directors. Sometimes they'll co-direct the other four, or they, you know, one guy would direct all of them, depending on what it was. That group of guys did this movie. This is their first big project. Oh, I see. Void. Okay. Okay. I think you should check it out, Audrey. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's definitely on yeah. Netflix. And it's, uh, I mean, the Father's Day movie is definitely... Uh, it, it was you, creepy weird. Yeah, you could see these guys... It was bizarre, strange, creepy yeah. weird. You could see these guys in all of them. All of them are in this movie. And mm-hmm. it's like the Astron 6. And the, like uh, the practical effects on The Void were excellent. Yeah. You know, they're especially the doctor at the end. I think they did an excellent job on. Well, in a, in a CGI world, yeah, yeah, it's really nice to see practical effects proven that as the technology of the of the digital has expanded, also the technology of practical effects has mm-hmm. expanded. But because practical effects have ironically become the more expensive route, right? Whereas back in the day it was the opposite. Yeah. Um. There's not as much of a use of it. So when you do really awesome practical effects now, yeah, it's impressive. It so, so yeah, the, two, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Uh, I one to five. It. What would you give it? I'd give it a four. Yeah, a I would too. Four. I really like it, especially liked it. not having the millions and millions of dollars. 
And it's of like the budget. I, mean, I really liked Father's Day. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a, kind of a cool shot movie. But you could tell their level of filmmaking has also increased. It was it felt like a big production. I'm interested what they do again. Yeah. After this, after the movie, yeah, because yeah. I'm sure it hit big. Yeah. So I yeah, agree. four stars, two thumbs up. All right, uh, no. that was uh, that was uh, educating Ed. Our segment. Yeah. I have some news. Uh, just a couple things. Um, Rob Zombie Three from Hell. I've been w- waiting for this for a while. Yeah, it's supposed to have a trailer soon. <gasps> Yeah. I'm excited about this. And get this. He says that um, it is what uh, it is not a prequel. I, I thought it was like a sequel to Devil's Reject. It is, but it's not, it's not, it's not going, a prequel. It's not a prequel. It doesn't take place before their death. So I think they go to hell and come back. From That's hell. what I thought. Okay. I so was they're going to go supernatural with it. Because the other ones weren't supernatural. No. No, no, not at all. Uh, so this one there, because Devil's Reject, because that's what I've always known is that it was going to be a sequel because it ends Devil. Re- um, the I'm ends sorry. in gun. Yeah, with Leonard Skinner blaring. Yeah, that, they played the whole song too. It's like an eleven minutes. Yeah, good song. Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they play all of Freebird before they die. Um, I saw that twice in theaters. Me too. Was it was such a leap, and it was such a leap. It was like. You kind of have a typical the first one, House of a Thousand Corpses, kind yeah. of a typical horror movie. With it's almost artsy. like Rob Zombie's touching his. I mean, he directed his music videos, but it was Thousand Corpses was like his first time doing a movie. Yeah, and then Devil's Rejects, like, all right, I know what I'm doing now. Let's exactly. do this. And it was like a some road film that looked like it was from the '70s, even though it was probably you know wasn't. But no. it was like. It looked really good. Yeah, it it was, was really even my mom saw that movie with me. She was <laughs> really? Like, yeah, we saw we saw it opening weekend. Jeez. She's like, I really kind of want to see this Devil Rejects movie. I don't know why I didn't see the first one. I was like, I'll see it. I'm, that's what I'm itching to see, and we both liked it. And it was like it was a good movie. And at the end, it kind of made you. I like remember the I had a little boy toy back when that movie came out, and um, we had I had rented it. It just come out in video, and I'd rented mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I invited him over, and we watched it, and he wasn't able to. Really? Later. Really? Mm-hmm. That movie disturbed him that much? Mm-hmm. Wow. Weird. And I was like, I think it was less that the movie disturbed him so much, and more that the movie did not disturb me at all. <laughs> uh, I, I just loved it. Yeah, oh, I, I did too. I remember the second time I saw it, I was like super close and super high. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, me too. Oh, I love Devil's Rejects. So I'm excited about this. Three they from said it, it, they just got their R rating and that uh, that it's definitely not uh, it, it's after the events of the first movie. Okay. So they, it's, I guess they're going supernatural with it. And I, I follow Rob Zombie on Instagram. and he update, he update, so you Follow see, him and Sherry. I thought I need to follow Sherry. She's so cool. She is. She's like, she's so, she posts a lot of vegan stuff, though. She's, oh, does she? She's I don't one of those like vegans that. that'll tell you if she's vegan. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I know. My mom's vegan, but she didn't talk about it. And it was. I, I like these <laughs> memes where it's like, you're a vegan, or, um, you're a runner. What's the third one? Damn, I'm brain farting this bad joke I'm doing. How do you have time to say it all at once? 
So yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was that, and uh, I have already have for next month's uh, homework for you. I already have you watching spoiler for next month, but Fright Night. The original, the original Fright Night. Has <coughs> never seen. That's it. educating Ed. Yeah, yeah, but um, the one after that may be the TV nineteen seventy eight TV uh, Salem's Lot, which is I thought was an excellent movie back back when network films used to show uh, horror. You know, used to show the TV movie of the week because I say that all because James Wand Wan is. Uh, He's writing uh, their own version of Salem's Lot. <clears throat> yeah, James Wan did The Conjuring, right? Did The Conjuring, did Aquaman, uh, Insidious, <laughs> one and two. Did he do Aquaman? Yeah, he did Aquaman. And the, one of the he Fast did the, and uh, Furious. Fast and Furious Seven. I think? Oh, I'm picking up the sixth one uh, tomorrow. Oh, really? That's the last one I got to watch. Is the Fast and Furious oh, movies. God. <laughs> I, it took me years to get into them, but it no. took some talking from dude, another dude, podcast. The <laughs> last time I was on Kauai last October, yeah, the one fucking beach I wanted to go to the most, my favorite fucking beach that I used to l- spend time at, was yeah. closed off because they're filming a Fast and Furious movie. Well, of course, it's, it's probably beautiful there. Yeah, <laughs> well, it is. But I was like. I was like, isn't this a car racing movie? This is a oh, road see, that required my beat my Jeep to go down. You don't you don't I you you've uh it's they've come a long way since uh, yeah. the first movie. Well I Brandon yeah, made me have. my roommate Brandon made me watch part of They're one live. with The Rock and yeah, he's was in, Shirley's Theron in or Oh that was the latest one. That was Fate of the Furious. Okay. Where Vin Diesel goes rogue. I didn't yeah. see. Yeah. I didn't see all of it. I saw maybe like bits and pieces of a half hour of okay, it. Okay, that the crazy thing with Fast and Furious. It's one of the few franchises that is. Well, there are nine movies in now. Yeah, about and then they, then they got another one with two characters from the Fast and Furious Hob and Shaw. This is the only franchise where the movie has made progressively more than the last one. Yeah. I mean, they only make more money. And they originally started stealing DVDs. Yeah, they were they were car thieves. They were they had these souped up, uh, fast cars, and they would just steal like truckloads of DVDs. In the first movie, that's what they were. They were stealing DVDs. And by now the they're load. now they're battling now submarines with cars. Now they're jet setting. <laughs> uh, well, they're not not counterterrorism, but they're I jet know, setting. I have interest. Um, what do you call international spies? Yeah, it's it's. It, it's ridiculous. It, the movie is ridiculous, but by the first one with The Rock in it, it was like they were aware they needed to change something. So they just became live-action cartoons. The laws of physics don't apply. It's just craziness. It, it's it's fun. If you, yeah. if it's like it. At this point, they're really telling you, without telling you, please. Check your brain at the door. Mm-hmm. You're gonna watch some crazy shit. That's what those movies are now. Just have well, fun. There is a scene. There is a scene where The Rock, who had a broken arm, needed to get it off, and he flexes to get his cast off. Yeah, he's gonna go to work. Flexes it off. Why? There's, why? Because he's got to go to work. Yeah, he's got to go <laughs> he's to work. Got, he's got crimes to fight. There is a scene where The Rock rips a Gatling gun. Off of a helicopter. No, okay, no, off a droid. Was it? It was a droid. 
Oh, so what oh. you're saying is these movies are drinking game potential. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. They're Here's almost the thing, like though. Marvel movies. It's almost like, well, it, it, it's like they want you to. Mm-hmm. It's that's they're kind of they're over the top and ridiculous, and they never get hurt. Like the way he gets a machine gun is a droid is about is a coming drone. out a droid, a drone, drone, drone. What did I say? Droid. 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 It's a phone <laughs> flying out. Um, the dro- uh, drone was flying out of the tunnel. The rock with an ambulance jumps off the bridge to land on top of the uh, drone. drone. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I've been drinking. Um, not us. And then, not only he survives that crash, and not even that, he without a scratch. Yeah. And that's after he broke his cast off his arm. <laughs> yeah. That's just right after. Yeah. And then he takes a Gatlin gun and shoots the other one. That is supposed to be on a helicopter, which means it's probably a thousand pounds. You get mad at me when I point these things out but, in horror movies. Yeah, but. This is trying to do it. Yeah, okay. this is like we don't we know who we know what we're doing. We don't care. Have fun. It's exactly the attitude. Especially if you get in like an edible. There's a scene I mean, when it first it. happened. There was a scene where Vin Diesel is on the hood of a car going 70 miles per hour. Uh, the woman he's trying to save is on the hood of a car going about the equal. They're opposite directions. He jumps off of his, but he's up at a higher elevation. He jumps off of his of his of his car. Hits her and they land on a car that's not moving. They just do. They exactly. Just <laughs> they, they didn't pulverize each other into spaghetti. No, he caught her and then they landed on the car. There were no bones broken, no, no abrasions. Nothing. No. Nothing. Even though he landed on a car and it put a huge dent in it because he caught them both. And they sprang but, up like he didn't feel nothing. They walked away from it. Oh, fuck yeah, I no. will admit, like I recently got in these movies like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. That's how long it took me to finally oh, learn what, how to watch it. Was it an Indica or an Indica hybrid? <laughs> um, it was listening to him and a couple of other guys from this podcast as how they watch it. And I was like, oh, well, let me give you this well, a I try. Well, I know. It's like, like my roommate that had me watch the last one with him mm-hmm. like that I didn't really actually watch. He loves them. He says they're just bullshit escapist fantasy. Yeah, yeah, you know. that's exactly what it is. I mean, I mean, we're just scratching the surface of some of the shit they do in these movies. A lot of the game, of Th- a couple of Game of Thrones actors are in this. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. All right, so let's stick with <laughs> tonight's main event. We watched all three of us watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy four, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, two thousand nine. Three. I'm sorry, you're right, 2003. Oh, good job, you corrected me. Oh, she corrected me, look at that. <laughs> corrected. They grow up so fast. <laughs> um, I've only been writing horror for you for almost 20 years. Almost. <laughs> we'll see. 99? 99, yeah. 20 yeah. Years. 20 years. 20 years, god damn it. All right, uh, I'll get into a quick synopsis as if we need one, but he never know. Dude Two. with shit on his face, chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Two siblings and three of their friends en route to visit their grandfather's grave in Texas end up falling victim to a family of cannibalistic psychopaths. This movie was 1974 by the late, great Toby Hooper. Uh, as his first film. Uh, let's get into it. I always made the mistake that Michael was the first like mass killer, but it's really Leatherface. No, it's really Leatherface. He's yeah. really no. the... The, Baby. Yeah, the first time I saw this film um, was on Betamax. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. what, like 82? 82 maybe was the first time I saw it. 
Yeah. Um, and I, it was like horrifying to me back then. Now, watching it again, having a revisit, because it's been, I still don't think I've watched it again since high school. Really? I think it's still been 30 years since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. So watching it again, I was like getting aspects out of it that I didn't get before because A, now I am into screenwriting and have a different appreciation for the process yeah. and low budget films. And B, back then it was just so gross and I was so young that you just, there's things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I, this is a classic. I've probably seen this movie 50 times. And holds up, I mean, I've read a little bit about it, and I'm sure you guys know this, but uh, to- Toby Hooper was trying to make a PG horror movie. Yeah. And you got Texas Chainsaw, which shows how creative a, and a good writer he can be. Yeah, because he really wanted, you know, even then, PG got a wider release. Yeah, rated R now. and made more money that way because kids could go. But uh, that's why people, it's so funny, he did like almost too good of a job because it's not the gore fest people profess it is. No, no it's not it's the not gore fest I remembered it Exactly, being. it's like... I remember, and I remember it being just like, you know, like I've said before, I used to work in a hospital laboratory. Uh-huh. Specimen Ooh. processing. Ugh. You know what specimen entails in a hospital? Piss shit. Everything. <laughs> Organs, um, tumor, all, everything. I can't work in a hospital. Okay. Yeah. So I had like ev- everything. Ugh, okay. <laughs> in a bag on my desk that I had to prepare. <laughs> so my gore tolerance has changed a lot since I was a kid, a teenager. Uh-huh. But I remember it being just a straight up blood guts, gore fest, more than one woman hung on a hook. I remember it being yeah. just way worse than it actually was. And rewatching it, the, the hook part is that you don't really see anything. Mm-mm. He just lifts her and puts yeah. her there. You know, he it doesn't go through her arm. He or doesn't anything. need to because she's a good actress. Yeah. And her yeah. reaction and trying to hold on and 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 there's not a huge amount of dialogue. No, not a not a. There's ton. a little bits of Francis. here and there. Francis, I hate Francis. You know what? That actor was a genius because you, if you were meant to hate him, he did a wonderful Mm -hmm. job. Did you listen to the commentary? No. Mm -mm. I did. He wanted you to hate him. He did 100% on that movie. Kill this annoying fuck right now. (laughs) Um, And he got the best death thing. What what was the original made for? Oh, gosh. I have it. Hold on. Uh, Not much. Well, I know. I think it was four hundred grand. Let me double check. Which was a lot back then. I would say fifty grand. Oh no! I, I also read the book on the making of this from Toby Hooper. Yeah. Oh no, from um, Gunnar Hansen, and because him and is Toby Hooper and Gunnar Hansen did this together, and it was like, well, I mean, Toby it was Toby's riding ship, but like he, him and. Him and Gunner were like, they hung out after this movie was done, you know, years and years. They were friends, and it kind of, it was like, you and me, we're going to make this happen type of a thing. But, um, <coughs> yeah. so he got, he got into, like, all the logistics <coughs> of it, and the budget was one of them he talked about. So let me look that up real quick. Because this was back when even the big budget shit was under a million dollars. Yeah, well, a big budget movie like The Exorcist was done 
the same year that, or the year before this movie, mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was like um, I think eight million, and that was just like a lot of money. Most movies right. at that time, studio films, anywhere between one and five million. Right, one and five million. And you said Texas was four hundred. Oh, I'm checking oh, right okay. now. I think I, I'm, I um, think it was four hundred thousand. I'm, I'm checking. Yeah, Francis' death was my favorite. Just Leatherface coming out of nowhere, and you know Francis can't run in the woods. And wow. see, so here's him the odd thing. I. From, like, saying, like, I had not seen this at least since I was a teenager. Yeah. I'd say maybe, like, 16, 17 was the last time I saw this. And I w- I'm pouring it. I was way <laughs> off. I was way off. You were closer, Ed. 140,000. I knew 140,000. <laughs> Box okay. office, three, uh, 30, <coughs> 30 million. Oh, 30 wow. million. However, it's over That's, 40. That was back three. when movies were a dollar and change. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me put it this way. I was four when that movie came out. Yeah, it was two. You know. So it's had a long time, and being a cult classic, if they gave you the statistics on when the most income was made, I'll bet it was after the 90s. You but, think so? But, I, like, I had no memory of Franklin. Or Francis. Oh, wow. Or Francis. Francis. I, I did. Well, yeah. He was so, he was annoying to me even then. <laughs> I, like, I thought his guy. name was Franklin. Oh, you're close. Okay. I had no memory of him. It maybe it was maybe it was no, it's, Franklin. it's Francis. Is it Francis? Yeah, there's. I, uh... But I had I had no memory of him at all, and I had <laughs> I had memory of it being way more gory. Yeah, just your brain makes all those connections. Yeah, that's what he does he's so well. Such a mm-hmm. such a picture. You even feel the heat coming. Yeah. Out of well, like even to be honest with you, when you would ask me like, "Had you watched it yet?" and I'm like, "No, I haven't," because none of my roommates. Want it on? <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm watched, like one of your roommates watched murder shows all day. Like he watches murder porn. Did you see the South Park episode about murder porn? No. Uh-uh. Oh yeah, there's the South Park episode, and yeah, he watches all the like. I mean, but I'm into not. the forensic files, but he's into like wives with knives and the you <laughs> know unusual knives. suspects. And, <laughs> I know it's a show. You know, oh, it <laughs> is a show. Silly. It's an, a crazy show, and and you know like he watches nothing but. And when I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch the next change, it's like, ah, uh, mm. and it's you know, not the, like the I uh, the it's most not a Serbian film, the, like the two most gore oh, really is the beginning with the corpse decorated in a cemetery, right? And then the very end is when uh, Leatherface, you know, chops his leg a tiny bit, right? And that's pretty. Oh well, maybe when his brother gets run over. <laughs> Goddamn cat scared the shit. <laughs> it was hilarious. Nature is scary. Jumped up. He just jumped up. It's, it's a fourteen-year-old Persian cat that <laughs> is stealthy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Not stealthy. I, I, he wasn't there. Then he was. Um, <laughs> um, wow. Well, no, this is a classic though. Texas you know, Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. And, and it's not as scary or as violent. And maybe that's just my jaded, awful no, perspective. No, but no, you're right, one hundred percent. Um, it's funny. I've seen this movie so many times. I own so many copies. Audrey, I borrowed one of mine because it wasn't anywhere streaming. But I, so I bought it on Blu-ray and put it away. And uh, and then I was like, well, I got three copies of this movie. I'll own Audrey one, and I'll just watch my Blu-ray one, see how you know. Because he knows how I always up. return his movies. Yeah, and it's in 4K. And I was like, yeah, I'll see it in wow. 4K. And my TV's 4K. No, dude, watching I your TV's mean, a trip. I know, well, especially old stuff like like when we, your wife and I, when Heather and I watched Ferris Bueller. Or no, no, it was uh, Back <laughs> to the Future. Bueller. Oh, what's the Ferris Bueller? 
we were, we were watching oh. we were watching Ferris Bueller the first time, and, I, yeah. and, and I'm tripping. I'm like, oh my god, Matthew Broderick has pimples. Like I could see the pores on his skin, and it looked like a movie that was made now. Yeah, and it was tripping me out. And then we watched Back to the Future, all That's three of right. us. That's right. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking tripping me out. I really never seen that. I never seen. The movie looked so beautifully Clis- shot, crystal clear. It was, and it didn't, crisp, it it was didn't like the same cheesy. Mo- like his mask looked fake, dude. It because didn't. That, it looked so it was, smooth. By the way, it's Franklin. It is <gasps> Franklin. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I think right. it's funny. She was turning me, and you were like, "Nope, it's Francis." It's Franklin. It's like, all it's right, Franklin. maybe it is Francis. They said it so many fucking times. I'll forget. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you Franklin. watched it. And you watched it in 4K on Blu-ray. Yeah, it was beautiful. And here's something I did. I listen. I watched it because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. I just watched it with the commentary. That a commentary I never because the one the the version the 4K version has four commentaries. Damn. So I just listened to. I only have that case one you have. Yeah. It's okay. I have one I own... that looks like a piece of uh, meat. And it's like a chainsaw, <laughs> but you open the chainsaw, and it looks like it's like in the in the shopping market, you know, or yeah. ground beef. And then you pull that, and that's the Blu-ray or the DVD. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then I bought the 4K, but I just wanted to check it out. You know, I was just wanted to see what it looked like on 4K, and I got a deal on it. It was way cheaper than it normally would be, and I it was I've never seen it look so good. It's just such a really good one. And I forget about the the old man. Not the super old man, not that guy. But the other one where... The oh, station? okay. Yeah, where the final girl runs into a gas station. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're cool, cool. And then he breaks a stick. And he's just fucking yeah. with her the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> little things. This is, God, they, all the actors did a really good job in this no, movie. No, the, the acting was, was really high quality considering there wasn't a lot of dialogue. To, and that that is one of the things I appreciate about the older movies is there's not dialogue written to explain things that are happening. You know, there's no dumbing down. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, yep. I watched it with the commentary with Gunnar, with Gunnar Hansen and and like some of the cast and uh, and Toby Hooper. And it was funny. I uh, you know being a filmmaker myself, we've had those days <laughs> when it seemed like nothing was getting done, even though we were there for hours upon hours. And getting rained on. And, and, and it was nice to see that everybody experiences that because mm-hmm. they're watching it. And there's remember the scene, I told Ed about this, but remember the scene where they're trying to get Grandpa to drink the blood on her finger? Mm-hmm. That is real blood. And it, it, before they had a knife, they only had one knife, and everyone was, they, they were on their 20... Six hour of a twenty four hour shoot day. Oh God! And uh, so they had not slept. I guess they all slept upstairs or outside because they the only time they can get that house was um, August summertime in Texas. So inside, it was hot as fuck. Inside, he said the temperature was one hundred and fourteen, and they shot that scene at three o'clock in the morning. Uh. Oh, I don't blame them. And. Uh, and they had you one knife that had scene. an effect where you cut it, and it's supposed to make a knife, uh, a cut size knife streak, right. blood streak, and and there's tape on the blade, so it doesn't cut. Right. But he said the the blood part kept jamming so many times, and he's like, and and then <laughs> and then uh, Toby Hooper's like, well, what did you end up doing? He's like, well, I just, or no, he said I took, so I just took the, um, I took the. 
took the plastic part off, so I'll really cut her and we get some blood. He's like, and Toby Hooper's and are screaming. Toby Hooper said, "Why would you do that?" It's like he's just now finding out. Why would you do that? And he's like, "Because we were in hour twenty six, and I lost my mind." So in that scene, they were all so crazy. When she yells. They say, "Yeah." He's like, "They were all half out of it because they were there so long." But it was like they had the lights, so it was like one hundred fourteen in there. They hadn't slept literally all day, and. They're shooting this movie that, you know, that didn't seem like it was getting, nothing was working right. And so when he cuts her and she reacts, that's a real reaction. How do you feel like But she really? said she was also crazy because she realized what he did and did not want to do it. And did not want to have to do it again. So she's like, so she stayed in the, and committed <coughs> to it, knowing he really cut her. It wouldn't be hard. <laughs> There had to have been a lot of cocaine going on. No, there was no drugs. There was no money for it. They were all so broke. And this was like their last shot or like their one shot to... Because some of these actors weren't actors until after this movie. Mm. And it's like they got a career because of this movie. And well, Toby like I said, the cool. acting is good yeah. all around. Even though, yeah, the final girl at like the end when yeah. she escapes. She just and passed she away just... last year. Aww. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And when she's in that car, that truck, the only thing that I was like, if the guy in the diesel pickup stopped to pick her up, why didn't he just fucking gun it and take off? Why yeah. did they both get out of the car? I forgot why. Did yeah, re- because he he comes driving up and he she's running towards him and there's Leatherface and then he and the sees brother. yeah he runs over the brother and they go no the brother didn't he knows the guy in the pickup truck that ran over the brother oh was it okay it was the guy in the semi that stops sees her sees Leatherface throws her in the in the driver's side of the truck they go out the passenger side and back around the outside of the truck I would have yeah I think I'd have I'm like yeah. why would you bother when you're in a goddamn semi. Yeah, and shut the door, lock it, lock hope, it and I don't take think the fuck off. It was a goddamn cattle trailer, you know. <laughs> well, I, yeah, yeah. And then that, and then Leatherface, of course, kills the driver. Who, well, you know, he was the oh, only no, black man. Oh no, he survived. Man. Did he? No, he didn't. No, the black no. guy did survive. He, was, he did. He did. Yeah, oh, he okay. just. He, I was just gonna say he fucking just. He ran. started running and he went around to get her, and then she hopped in the truck, and that's why he's losing it, because he didn't have any... And the whole thing yeah, because was... because he was limp. Here's the crazy part. when they, That big iconic scene when he's swinging a chainsaw around, doing Ooh. a chainsaw dance, that's just he improvised. And, <laughs> and the so chainsaw... Iconic. And the chainsaw chain was still on. So the uh, Toby Hooper was doing the cinematography for that shot, and yeah. he said he could have easily hit him, but he just trusted him that he wouldn't, and he didn't. But uh yeah, because I remember and, the girl jumped in the truck and the black who's a big, you know, a big fat dude, guy. big fat dude, fucking titties <laughs> bouncing, oh, bouncing around. But he was running one way. And the I truck thought went he the got other. nailed. No, no, he got away. He just ran. But he just, was smart. That was my only question: is if you got this diesel? Well, remember he stopped, thinking he would get her to get in, and then. I th- he wasn't really gathering. It seemed like he wasn't really gathering what the gravity of what was going on. And then the guy in the Ford pickup shows up, runs over the brother. She jumps in the car as he's driving away. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, her screaming, yeah. which probably if she was that exhausted and that, like, that was probably real. Yeah, that felt real. Yeah. You, felt, you felt everything right there. Um, and another thing was, like, the lens flares in the camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, really pops in the 4K version. 
But what I didn't um, realize, you know, this is move 74. Those weren't stylistic. He said it's just a happy accident that looks the way it looks as Ooh. far as that. He's like, that was just the shot we got. Right. But it looks it looks so stylish and cool. It, this is a great movie. It does have a lot of kind of shots in it. I mean, it says a lot about a movie. The movie's 44 years old and we're still talking about it mm. with this reverence. Yeah. And then there's... Yeah. The 2003. Three. Then there's 2003, which brings us... To the future. Um, 2003. Uh, um, same exact uh, premise. Different. They change it up a little bit. Yeah, they change it up a little bit. They still kept in the 70s, right? That's yeah. yeah, which I think they failed at. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, a couple things. It, uh, well, it really had no feel of the 70s to it in any way, shape, or form. They were a little too... the Well, to be honest, everyone was just a little too pretty and a little too polished. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. that was it. It was too polished, too clean, too crisp. And one dude's wearing cargo short or cargo pants. Well, they actually had some back then. There's a picture of my uncle oh, really? holding okay. me, we're... and he's got on cargo shorts. Did Michael shorts. Bay produce this? Yes, the... this is part of... this is. One of this was one of the ten pulp films of Platinum Dunes. This was one of the first movies they put out, and they usually do a miss, a hit or miss. They usually yeah. do. It well, feels and like Jessica Biel is the actress who has done some very larger budget films. Jonathan, Not recently, Jonathan Tucker uh, is a big character actor now. Was he the Afro? He is Afro my brother. Jewish he kind of looks like my your brother, brother. Does kind of look like yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I wanted to say that when I met him, or <laughs> but um, I think I met. Yeah, I met no, uh, no. Uh, maybe you just showed me a picture. Yeah, but I want. Yeah, I couldn't remember the guy's yeah, name. He's on but, Westworld now. Yeah, but yeah, he, you, and him, him and your brother look a lot alike. Jessica Biel made this movie easy to watch. She's uh, yeah. It was at her peak of her popularity. She and had just made that transition she's very, from model and She's to wearing actor. a wife beater. Yeah, she's in the country girl outfit. She looks with the, all great. With, her, with pretty much from her sternum to yeah. almost above her Running Bunani around, sweaty. Exposed. <gasps> oh, yeah, I <gasps> know. She's, she's horrible to look upon. Yeah, <laughs> it was very well, hard Well, and the eyes. other girl in there was equally ugly. You know. Which well, I forgot about her. <laughs> she oh, was all about Jessica she, Biel. Uh, Erica Learson <laughs> Pepper. Remember the, the girl they met earlier? The hippie girl. The hippie girl that she was making out with uh, the dude oh, guy's yeah. leg cut off. Yeah, she was all right. I <laughs> just felt, even in that opening... Now, the funny thing is, is I actually watched the reboot before I watched the um, original. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, okay. And I did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just kind of... Like I said, it had been so long since I'd seen the original. I just wanted to kind of... See where they went with it. Where they went with it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, in the opening, and, like, the scene where the girl shoots herself. Yeah. Kills she pulls herself, a gun out of her crotch. Right? Yeah. Pulls a gun out of her crotch. A, pulls a gun out of her crotch Thought made me think of Highway to Hell. The movie? Yes. We did a podcast, or a web... A oh, film my God. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, with that ago. girl, well, she stuck the gun in the girl's... No, that's actually Hell's Highway. Hell's Highway, that's it. Hell's but Highway. Yeah, it made me think yeah. of that. Second of all, the whole time I was watching, even up to the first 15 minutes, I'm like, did Rob Zombie do this? <laughs> it had a very... It was very stylistic. I can It was see the that fucking House of a Thousand Corpses meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
Yeah, I could see it that. had a very big budget feel. Yeah, well, a movie it was a of nine this, million dollar budget. Yeah, the movie of this uh, movie. Well, I mean, yeah, but it felt bigger. You know what I mean? I know. They it had felt, more characters. It, was, it, like, I didn't. Here's the thing: I did not hate it. I wouldn't call it like great. Well, you know, the sheriff was the one that made yeah, Army, our, our, early oh, Army, yeah. Our yeah. Army early. Oh yeah, Army early. He was the best been actor. Right before he passed. No, because didn't he pass just a couple years ago? Yeah, but that's uh, well, 2003. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's quite a while. <laughs> um, he, I have to say, he, he was died only, last year. He was he, the only character I really liked. Yeah, but he sold it. Like yeah. if I met him, I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" I'd be nervous. I did like I worked at the movie theaters when this first came out mm-hmm. and saw it, and I how do I put it? Watching it again, I liked it more than seeing it the first time. It wasn't as good as original. Uh, 70s version, but when I first saw the 2003 in 2003, I thought it was worse than that when I saw it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's better. I just feel that it resembled House of a Thousand Corpses in feel and... You saying that now, I could, I could totally see with that. With the whole family, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, in, in Texas Chainsaw, the original, yeah, you realize it's a whole group of family that's involved. But it's not so fucking obvious in the first half hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the There's guy, no women in the first family, right? No. No. It was just all guys. It was all, it was the, yeah. Yeah, this one is like, it was like a whole little family yeah, and there was that trailer to women. Yeah, where the, the women trailers. like stole yeah. the baby of yeah. the one woman that yeah. Well, uh, by opposite of each other yeah. <laughs> physique. And <laughs> I, you know, I think what would have actually might have made it something that I would have liked a little bit more is if they'd actually updated it and not tried to make it in the seventies because they failed so miserably. It was, at the felt 70s. like it, well, yeah, you guys were it there. It felt like it was in the nineties. <laughs> Shut up! We're, we're born in the seventies, raised in the eighties. It felt like it felt like it was filmed in the early nineties. Yeah, it did, well, it had. A, I could see that if they all they had to do change their outfit in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought some of the things worked. I really liked the gritty. Yeah, I mean, I thought I like when the, they got I, to the house, it didn't feel. It felt old. It didn't. It felt like I don't know. I the house was good. Yeah, it was, I thought it was really basement. good art design. But I felt, I felt actually they had the proper clothes. I thought I just They're thought just too clean everyone was just too. It felt pretty, pretty, yeah. and even like the, um, like the rust and stuff felt a little like, like the art direction was too good. You know what I mean? Almost like yeah. if you were to go on a ride that would take you through that that that. That landscape kind of is Disney-ish. like, oh, this is really manufactured charm, almost. Well, the yeah. original, Without, it looked it, like you might have bumped into this right. in real yeah. life. Okay, I see it. Yeah, I, I can see that totally. And, I mean, well, it was funny that they brought their wheelchair in. Yeah, wheelchair guy. Yeah. 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 So there's a wheelchair in oh, both of yeah, them. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they made like a prequel to this. Remember that? I don't want to get into it. Yeah, yeah. those were terrible. I, I, when I'm watching this one, I I remember. Well, that. and then there's another like, oh, one yeah. that came out in 2006. The be- where it's like it's a sequel to the original, and Leatherface is old. Right. That's the one with that one chick with the black hair. Uh, I can't think of her name. I've been brain fart. But then she she got the job of taking care of Leatherface. 
I forgot. That I haven't was, watched that one either. That was Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, that's right. That was a lump of shit. That movie sucks so bad. You know, it went from like Leatherface is a bad guy. She finds out they're related, and all of a sudden he's a good guy. They yeah. try to make him an anti-hero. He's more at the of end. a victim. Yeah, go get him because they tried to make the cops as worse than him, which they weren't. They were shitty, but he's killing innocent people. Well, I, it was my, fucking ridiculous. My argument of that, if this, if, if I remember correctly, that one was a sequel of the direct original. Yeah. Um. If and I'm, somebody had to point this out to me, but on the original, if these college kids, if they were, I don't know. Um, were coming on their property and just walking in his house, and right. and Leatherface being mentally uh, challenged, challenge, uh, just see these people coming in, and he just takes them out. He, they're messing with his family, so to him, he's protecting him, him and his family from these strangers. And in the original, it's clear that with the amount of bones of animals, oh yeah, they just kill. They're just doing yeah, they're it for the fucking the, they're yeah. cannibals. You know, and and I think that Leatherface wasn't as frightening in the reboot because of what I thought he was imposing as fuck. Andrew yeah. Bernarski—that's what I want to say. No, he, he's just he big played like he played like a lot of big dudes. Remember that? You ever seen that football movie, The Program? Nah, nah I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> football. Uh, oh yeah, but it was I like saw a, the replacement. Are they bent over and showing their butts? <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a movie from the '90s, a college movie. If you played football, you'd be into it. But no, nope. um, <laughs> he was in that. He was. They wanted him to play Lobo in the early '90s. That movie never got made, though. Is he the guy that played Leatherface in 2003? Mm-hmm. Yes, I could. Yeah, I could kind of see that. He's a big I, guy. He's a very big guy. I like that guy, but uh, I thought he was a pretty. Good leather face. He was. I mean, he was intimidating as shit. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not saying he wasn't a good leather face. I just. Uh-huh. I'm just saying the way that they presented it was not as scary. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And again, with the whole family, with the dude in the wheelchair, with the amputated legs. And the the weird fucking inbred little kid with the fucked up teeth. Yeah, you can't come inside. You stay right, out there. Right. <laughs> and then and then you have the two women in the trailer with Auntie all fucking cray cray weird. And then the young girl who's like got a baby that's obviously not hers. Hers. Yeah. Because it doesn't want anything. You know, the kid's like pushing her away. You know, as she's trying to cradle him. And they're pushing you know, the tea. And and I'm like, this is more outs of a thousand corpses. Yeah. Uh, Which thing- I fucking love that movie. Yeah, me too. Um, one thing that I thought was kind of cool is they got John Larroquette back because he did the original. That's true. You're right. He did the original voice in the original, and he did well, they, I thought you, I forgot his name, but I, I, they get the cine, to, uh the camera guy from the original. Oh, cinematographer. Yeah, they got the original from the original guy from the first movie yeah. to come back. And you can see, of course, they do that little butt Iconic shot. Butt shot. That, yeah. You know, it's so funny. No one was doing that. That was like his calling card to Hooper's like, I, I just love this shot for some reason. I want it to do that. It was a good shot. I mean, he, yeah. it, gets, it gets duplicated constantly. I'm yeah. going to do it one of these days. You mean all the shots where the girls are walking up and you get a look at their butt? Well, yeah. it was just one shot. But <laughs> yeah, it follows the butts and that's the wide the, shot. Oh, it's like you have to have something to look at, like atmospheric, something that's a good Transition. shot. Transition, yeah. Yeah, but it's all, it's such a, a cool panning shot. Yeah. And, and you did totally that. totally at their butts. Yeah. <laughs> but it was... Uh, I didn't have a, I didn't dislike the movie so much, but I don't find myself revisiting it. I think the last time I saw it, 
was uh, probably 10 years ago. It's 16 this, for and, me. And then for this podcast, but the, you know, other Texas. I didn't know it existed till we were like, oh, yeah, there's. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus, fuck. Okay. Look, this exists. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, remember, I did live in a rock in the middle of the ocean for a while, so. Yeah. Yeah, but most of these movies, I mean. They, they, that came out way before it was yeah, on the Yeah, Texas rock. Chainsaw 2. I didn't hit the rock till 2009, so yeah, yeah I get it. But Texas Chainsaw 2, I remember that one. Dennis uh, Hopper? See, yeah, just, it was like a black comedy. Did you guys almost. remember the one with Matthew McConaughey? Oh, that one's so bad. I, I saw know. that in the theater. I, I, I read something Was that something the one later. that like, Jennifer Aniston was in? No, too? it was Matthew McConaughey and, and... I don't know her name. What's her pinch face? Um, oh, Reese. Re- no, 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 no. no. The Bridget Diary chick? Yeah, what is her name? Bridget Jones Diary. Yeah. Um, Renee Zellweger? Yes, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey, before they were names, did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which was, I guess it would be the fourth movie, not the third. And the funny thing is, that they did that movie like right before they hit it big. And yeah. they wanted... They tried to stop it being They tried well, to stop I recently, it, put their, kept their put face out. from the cover. I recently watched a movie with Renee Zellweger and Bradley Cooper... That came out before Bradley Cooper made it big, oh, but yeah. long after Renee Zellweger was like been there and had her fifteen minutes, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And it was, well, to be honest, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was just obvious, and the acting was pretty decent. And I mean, you know, but I was like, Bradley Cooper and Renee Zellweger. That's kind of an odd combination. Yeah. And of course, I figured out the movie in the first 15 minutes because it was a demon movie with a child named Lilith. Oh, okay. So who do you think was the evil one? <laughs> the child Lilith? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this movie, though. What movie was this again? Fuck. Brandon? No, don't. I don't, don't why would oh. you do that? <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the movie was. Um... Oh, but yeah, Texas well, Chainsaw. Renee Zellweger and Bradley Cooper. Okay, it was some demon thing. Where Renee Zellweger was a social worker who dealt with abused children and placing them in foster care whenever needed, and the um, the actors who played their parents, um, the one who played her father, is a character actor. I've seen him in. Supernatural and Criminal Minds, and okay. so he's he's a, a you know currently working character actor, and it looks like her parents are just crazy motherfuckers just trying to kill her. But but <laughs> so it's a but they they are trying to kill her, but it's not because they're crazy motherfuckers. It's because she's a little demon child. <laughs> she's a little Damien. That's funny. I don't remember. Case I can't 39. remember. Case 39. Uh, no, no, it wasn't orphan. orphan. I like that one. Because that's Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. This is Renee Zellweger and Bradley Cooper. Huh. Well, um, let's talk about something else. I'll, I'm looking for it now. I'll let you know when I get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, any horror books? Anybody listen or read been... a book? reading horror I've been reading um, some fantasy I found this author Patrick Rothfuss I finished it 
took oh. me 45 hours. <laughs> Stephen King, it and it. You both read it. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, so multiple times. I thought it ended kind of sad because Dude, the ending <laughs> sucks. Because they kind of just forget about each other. They have this yep. history yeah. and connection in the universe, or maybe it's the turtle. Just like, nope, you're gonna forget about each other slowly and just die not remembering each other, even mm-hmm. after the strong connection. And it's just kind of sad. I mean, I think Ben and Beverly get together. Yeah, for a while. Um, but but that's it. Yeah. Well, and I thought my problem with the book was the book buildup was so fucking frightening and twisted and creepy. And mm-hmm. then in the end, I'm like, it's an alien spider. I didn't mind that part. I like that part. I mean, he's powerful as shit. I thought, but it was she, the movie. Oh, yeah, she. You're right, you're right. So I thought the girl should have been the one to kill her. Yeah. No. That would have been too on the nose. I think maybe I think I liked it that there was it was it was a group effort. A group effort. I mean, Bill was the leader. They all had their jobs. Every one of them. But Bill was the leader. And um, I mean, yeah, and he was the one in the final kind of beat him mm-hmm. or her my apologies mm-hmm. <laughs> Ben is the one that went around destroying her eggs I'm really excited about part two of the it with oh, uh, yeah, Bill Skarsgård just, just now that I know what's coming up what are where are they gonna go yeah you know and how they're gonna make it work oh. if they use everything he was yeah. right it was case 39 yeah okay. I was gonna say I found it it was case 39 no I I, I um well when the and we're going to that's that's for future so we should probably stop talking about it at too much length because oh, we it, are yeah. going to spoilers do a it podcast when after it two comes out yeah we should I wouldn't I'd be just, <coughs> just talking about the movie so we can do that but I've enjoyed the first one very much so I think uh, I'm rewatching it since after I read the book and yeah that they changed a little bit of course you know it's not in the 50s it's in the 80s and the second one's going to be in now like 2019, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which doesn't uh, doesn't bother me at all. Um, as long as it's done properly. And the way they off Georgie is pretty much right off the book. They changed a little bit for the Tim Curry. I uh, I, I realized like a couple of years ago the original movie was a TV movie, so oh, it yeah, couldn't yeah. go all the way. Yeah. As no, and Tim is. Curry was fabulous. Yeah, he was wonderful. I mean, no complaints there. But they just couldn't. He, I was never afraid R. of him, though. No. No, really? No, I am not a fan of clowns, but I was never. Was I thought it because he, he was Frankenfurter and you? you know. No, no, I just <laughs> he just didn't. It, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, but I was not afraid of him. The the this other it it seems. I don't know. It seems. I guess we get more time to spend with him. Mm-hmm. But I it freaks me out a little more. And I like. I think that. it's almost a different, and different thing. Reading the book, I never realized how much control. Pennywise has over Derry. Mm-hmm. After reading the book, you realize Derry is just like a hell um, mouth, uh, huh? <laughs> like a hell mouth. Well, well Derry is one of the primary um, towns that a lot of Stephen King's books take place in or oh. around. Yeah, yeah. Well, reading the book, I think he says Derry is his hunting ground. Like he purposely mm-hmm. made Derry. Like he controls everybody in Derry in some way, shape, and form. Well, and the Tommy Knockers wasn't far from Derry, was it? Mm-mm. None of his books, the very, very, very few of his books, really 
leave like that area, Maine right. area. Oh, like, but sucks. his book, The Outsider, which I think you should check out. I really yeah. think you'd like it. It uh, that's not it's in Pennsylvania. I mean, but yeah, but all the other ones are. Yeah, there's a lot. They're all, all in Maine. They're all in Maine. I used to live in Maine for a few years. Really? Never had this and, much trouble. And, <laughs> well, Derry, as I understand it, isn't a real town. No, in neither right. is Castle Rock. Neither is Castle Rock. Neither is Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah. but um, primarily all of his stories take place in that area. In fact, what was it in the early two thousands that um, that hospital? Haunted Hospital that Stephen King wrote the screenplay. The Kingdom? The Kingdom, that's right. Yeah. I really enjoyed that show. It was creepy, fuck-ass, weird, strange, bizarre, Stephen King being fantasy and horror at the same time. Yeah. And that even took place outside of Derry. And then what <coughs> happens at the end of the book and with Derry, it's like the town is falling apart now. Yeah. So I don't know what he does with it and later in books if Derry returns. But it's, it just seems like when Pennywise dies, Derry kind of dies. Like every, And people just suddenly don't care about the town. Well, and they, then the Tommyknockers happens and mm-hmm. she starts finding alien technology out in the woods and changing from that. Yeah. So, although the Jeez. Tommyknockers is not Derry like, becomes like a shithole, really. Oh. In other books, it's just a really bad... After Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah, just, Cujo just, took place in Derry. It just, it's just oh, every, really? yeah, okay. it's just like all, it's just like, a, it's just like a breeding ground for just bad, you know, it's like, it's never, even in uh, so the So it was book, created by Pennywise, and then after he passes away. Well, I don't know if it was created, but he was there since the town's inception. inception. No, he crashed there before, like, pre-historical. Yeah, yeah the, I guess the, you're right. And the town the was Tommy built offers. around where he was. And, okay, I thought that he planned that. He's, no. No, it's just like, he, you know, because he was there before recorded time, really. Right, right, because what I read in the book, or heard in the book, was that he knew this was going to happen. He knew Derry was going to be there, and that's yeah. why he landed there. And he kind of built Derry, you know, some... Some way. It probably influenced. Yeah, it influenced it more influenced like it. it. It wasn't. I don't think he puppets people. Right. But he influences he, them strongly. Everybody. Yeah. And they hint at in the movie in the first one. If you rewatch, I don't know if you guys noticed it. Like all the parents, they're watching TV. It's one kid show. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't notice. Eddie's that. mom. Uh, uh. Damn it! What's the bully's name? Uh, Harry. Um. God damn it! You're right. The I, I just finished. Bully. Yeah, I just finished the book like two days ago. Henry Bowers. Yeah, like his dad is watching the same show, and Beverly's dad is watching it. So it's kind of like Pennywise is controlling them that way a little bit, or mm-hmm. influence them. Well, and and you know, I think the only movies that aren't because he purposely or the books Stephen King purposely ties in. He was like creating a universe. Mm-hmm. So, all of the books tie into each other. Because even if you read Cujo, Cujo references, um, if I remember correctly, it was Salem's Lot. They make a comment. Uh Okay. Even though Salem's Lot didn't take place in Derry. Okay. (coughs) The Shining makes reference to um, another Stephen King book, and I can't remember now. It makes, if you go back and you start reading other books, yeah, they'll make reference. Like, Gerald's Game made reference to Dolores Claiborne. Um, the Tommyknockers made reference to it. They, they, and it'll be a very obscure 
One it, line. It might, yeah, it might even be just one line. Yeah, like I know, like I, the I, Dark Tower series, is like that. Yeah, it's like, covers like almost. They out. had some of that their trouble up there near Pennsylvania, where they found a dead body, and then nothing more about that, and that's the Outsiders. One, uh, there's yeah. a there's a Stephen King story I tried to make into a short. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. I really loved it. It was. Uh, Gray Matter. Gray it's a, matter, no, yeah. a novella. It's a short. And I just, from the first time I read it, I could see how I would do it in my head. And mm-hmm. I just kept trying to duplicate it. I still want to try it again, but I'd like to do it if we had some kind of a budget. But it's um, a fucked up story. Yeah. But it's a but there's a scene in the where a guy drops a line, he's like, I've seen a lot of crazy things in my in my life. I even saw uh, my buddy uh I even saw a dog the size of a Volkswagen, he's referencing it in that story, in that novella. It's that a long, one-line throwaway. He's referencing it. Well, I know um, I, because I looked up like Pennywise abilities and blah 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 on YouTube, and a one hero from a book, I don't know the strand or I don't know, mm-hmm. um, mentions is that he was like, I thought one time I saw looking down a, a, a sewer pipe drainage drain mm-hmm. that I saw a clown with a red balloon. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, I thought I saw that. Like, of course, yeah. there's not a clown down there. That'd be yeah. crazy. <laughs> but it was like, just like you guys are describing, it's yeah. just a mm-hmm. one sentence connection. Yeah, you know? it, it it will be very subtle. It will be a one sentence, like like in the stand, they were mentioning, you know, other stories just briefly. Mm-hmm. So. Well, the Stephen King. Yeah, so that's a classic. So you liked it, though? Yes. Forty five hours. Um, it was. It took me a couple of weeks because I only work a few hours a night. Um, but it, I every night I listened to it. Yeah. You know, I knocked it out. You know, it was great. I highly recommend it to listen to it. It's yeah. hard to read. Yeah, it would be. I I don't know if I could chew through that much of it again. I mean, even my dad's a big book reader, and he had trouble doing that. I just read two eight hundred page books in the last two weeks. You're you're special. <laughs> you're special. <laughs> Well, I only That's had a good couple, though. <laughs> I only had a couple of audio books uh, uh, this um, this month, and it's probably for me. I, I, I chew through audio books because of our job. Ed and I both work at UPS on the graveyard, and we're shift. just doing. I mean, mindless. Yeah, third graders could point, do our jobs. It's like at this point, we could do our jobs literally half asleep. So I like yeah, to keep we my. Do. I like to. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep well, you're my, working graveyard. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I like to keep my. Um, my uh, mind drifting with stories and stuff. Yeah, I stopped so. listening to music and listen more like um, uh, books and podcasts. Just keep yeah. the brain running. So the uh, book I uh, I finished was part of a series I I and I um, tried to turn you onto. It's uh, the, the Infected. Uh, now, the Infected series is like when I I went to a horror convention a couple of years ago. And during the at the merch tables and all the all the vendors and stuff, I'm buying all kinds of shit. And this guy had an audio book uh, he was pushing called the or a book he was pushing called The Infected. And I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to uh, read this, and I don't know if I, I have time to read this book. Right. But I wanted. I told the guys like, do you have it on auto? You have an audio book of it? He's like, I do. So just based on his pitch, and I like the guy, 
I downloaded it and on Audible said, <laughs> so I just got it. And he showed him on my phone. He's like, awesome. I hope you like it. And I did. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, it's probably not going to be that good. It's a local guy. And it's, you know, but you know, who yeah. knows? I was sadly mistaken. So uh, it was called, uh, I think the first one was called Infected, Jim's First Day. And it's basically uh, a guy goes to work and before his shift's over, a zombie apocalypse happens. This guy out of the blue. And he works downtown Portland. Here's the funny thing, the cool thing about it. The guy is local, so he just references All Portland. the areas, yeah. Yeah, and but he doesn't like, you know, you can enjoy it if you don't live here, but the fact that he's painting his picture... And I can see the picture he's painting because I recognize all this shit or I live near it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a guy who works here. downtown Portland and he's trying to get home to his family in Hazeldale. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, and yeah, no, in we Vancouver. Have, we have conversations in the household about if the awful earthquakes happen. Mm-hmm. Like, how are we if, like, one of my roommates, Alex, he works across the river in Portland a lot of times. How is he going to get back over here? To home, to, you know, where we have a slight, loosely talked about plan of, you know, survival. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, like, just, well, he covers the I-205 bridge. Oh, Alex might like to read that. And it was so infected, they had to cross the river by boat, by That would not surprise me. The Glen Jackson Bridge is very wide. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just they had overtaken. So he paints his picture, and I, I it was a really good book. And the movie, the book, the movie, <laughs> the book. He, you know, he he doesn't even get to his destination. He gets from downtown Portland to Vancouver. He finally gets to Vancouver, and then it's a whole thing to get from the Brit from the overpass oh, yeah. to his house. Oh, I'm sure and that is. And so that was, and the it's whole only book. about seven eight miles. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a killing field. You know, it's a yeah. killing field from the bridge to Hazeldale. Yeah, yeah. about seven eight miles. But yeah, but you finally get he gets from downtown Portland to Vancouver, and then the book's over. You're like, God, I want more. Then the second book, I saw he had a second book, so I was like, I immediately downloaded it, <laughs> and it was uh, infected. Um, Karen's first day, his wife. So he talked to her, and he's headed his way, her way, but communication, you know, phones or lines are jammed, and people's phones aren't yeah, working. Yeah, which I'm going to say, having evacuated for multiple potential natural disasters, first thing they do is drop the phone grid so that it's only emergency services right. through. And um, you follow her trying to get to her mom's house in the in the country, which is like... They don't really specify from, but the way it's talked about, I'm guessing maybe Ridgefield or mm. like. Um, or is that on Kindle? Kindle. Kindle. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay. Because I think I, I might like to read that. I know yeah. I'm the first two on my Audible, but I still haven't read them yet. Oh, you should. Yeah, I, I, I probably really, will now. Uh, the now second one, it. I really liked it. Now the th- and and it's narrated by one guy on on the first one. The second one's narrated by the woman's who's playing Karen, and it, it paints this picture of her trying to get to, you know, she left a note. Oh no, he gets to her his house. Uh-huh. There's a note. Uh, I'm kind of giving it away. Slight spoiler, but it's it's a really good book. Yeah, it's saying uh, we're gone. We're going to my mother's. Meet us there. And then the next book is her journey to get to her mother's. Okay. And, 
even when they fill you in because it's book two, but for the people who haven't read book one, I don't know why you would do that, but it happens. <laughs> you know, sometimes they'll give you a slight retread of the last book that's connected to it, so you have a reference point. Right. But uh, they t- he had a way of doing it to where it didn't feel recycled. Because I had just listened, I had just finished that one and book. And it still didn't feel... Yeah, and it didn't okay. feel tired or... or um, and it didn't spend a lot of time, just enough to let whoever didn't know, know. Okay. And uh, this third book, I just... this the So... That all being said, I just rented the third or listened to the third book, Infected Nightfall, book three. Nightfall. And it is really Karen and Jim actually getting together. Now they're headed towards each other. Yeah. Okay. They're headed towards each other. Huh. And then nothing. It's free on audiobook. It's free? Uh On audiobook. uh, Wait, do you have Audible? No, on on Kindle on oh. Amazon. Oh, nice! It's oh, really? uh, twelve dollars on Kindle to purchase. Oh. Audiobook on Kindle is zero. Hardcover is twenty five. Paperback thirteen. Hmm. I have Audible, so I it yeah I get a credit a month. Sometimes I'll pay thirty bucks and get like four credits and get four books. But that's not a bad deal. No, uh, wait, that's books. not the right one. It's not the right infected. What was the author of this book again? Joseph Zuko. Joseph. Joseph G. Zuko. So anyway, the infected book three used that journey. Now, I I was kind of hankering for another book of his because I, um, I, you know, I wanted to, um, you know, it's like I hope there's more to this story because it doesn't really finish. And it was just nothing for a long time. And then recently, for some reason, the other three became available on audio. So there's actually a book. There's four, book five and six. Five yeah. and six. And I'm going to start listening to those starting next week. Yeah, no, they're four. The to, it's so four dollars on Kindle. That's, yeah. That's, That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, they're like six hour books. No, they sound interesting. I will look but them up. But here's the thing here's my only critique. I don't know how many audio books you listen to, but None. have you ever listened to, or you haven't really not listened to any? At oh. any, at all. Wow. That's, I read. Well, me too, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't have time all the time, and I want to get through a good But story. I'm never in my car when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really don't have an atmosphere where you can do it at work. No, See, not we at all. do. We get I'm a loud, massage therapist. We get machines going I'm lucky, everywhere. I'm lucky that I can make a playlist that includes stuff that isn't tinkle ding dong and birdies <laughs> chirping or wind chimes maybe or wind chimes yeah i like made a playlist with like it's even got i've even got like some uh 70s light rock jim croce gordon mm. lightfoot hosier and people love it so that's what i get to listen to at work well we we we're i guess we're luckier but we have a lot of machinery yeah we're, and then i only drive 10 lucky. minutes commute so, so listening in my car yeah Probably the, I would do, I would be the same so way. So we gotta just you know I put earbuds in and just knock my job. I'll take them out to talk or turn it off to talk. But for the vast majority, he gets mad I'm too bu- when he has to turn off too. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> oh jeez. I don't want to work with him. <laughs> just want to say hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> I'm done unloading your truck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know so. I'll chew through a, if it's a really good book. I'll chew through a couple books in a couple weeks. 
if it's you know if it's really long. But these are short reads and they're short audiobooks. Okay. I think the longest audiobook is like seven and a half hours. No, that's not bad. Yeah, you could chew through that in a shift. At least I could. Um, Two shifts. <laughs> but um, it, um, if you listen to a lot of audiobooks, sometimes, even if the story is good, if you're not a big fan of the, the narrator... If their voice, right? Sometimes their cadence is a little off. And the first audiobook uh, for the infected, the guy's voice was fine. But here's the thing about the first audiobook, uh, and maybe the first read. Yeah. It, the first chapter, the first chapter, there's short chapters, but the first one, I like, halfway in, I was like, the writing was a little weird. It's like it finds. After like chapter two or three, it like finds a groove and stays in it because it was really kind of, it felt amateurish at the risk of a better word. And I was like, oh, this book's going to (laughs) suck. But by chapter three, I was all in. I was like, I like the story. It's like they figured it out because this felt kind of uneven. But this third book, I don't really care for the guy's voice. You write about listening to audiobooks and that reader, if he's good or not. The guy who did it... He did an excellent job because he would do little voice changes to Pennywise, and when he mm-hmm. was like Beverly, he'll pitch yeah, his voice. you felt like there were different characters. Yeah, and you could tell, oh, he's Beverly now, or he's blah 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 now, or like Stuttering Bill. He did a good job at stuttering. Mm-hmm. You felt the frustration. Yeah. yeah um, the last audio book I listened to was "Go the Fuck to Sleep." Oh, read by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Go the fuck to sleep. So, but um, I. The guy's cadence is weird. Like, he'll read a line. And some of the writing, I like the story more. I mean, some of the writing the guy does to hear it, I was like, this probably sounded better when you wrote it and you <laughs> sang it out loud. It feels weird. But It I still, might be the author. Uh, no, it's his voice. It's his, well, no, well, the, yeah, the author, some of the We're writing. the reading of the audio. No, no. no, no, it's not Jeff Zuko. It's um, okay. Tom... His name is Tom Bishop. And he sometimes, when he'll read a line, he'll talk like this. And it's kind of boisterous and all over the place. And I was like, it, I like the story, but I wish someone else was reading this. And then I look at 4, 5, and 6, which I intend to go through because I want to. It ends on a such a, this third one ends, well, all of them so far. Yeah. On a total cliffhanger. Yeah. And, uh. So I'm going to go to the next book, but I saw that Tom is narrating from this point on. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. Maybe he'll get a groove, and maybe this one will be better. Maybe it's, it really and then we have Audible. You can get a five to three to five minute kind of sample of what the pacing is. Of the, yeah. And he, I listened nope. to it, and I was like, oh, that sounds like the fucking last book. So I just got to get used to this guy reading it. It's kind of like I love some of Stephen King's books on audio, but... There's there's a few where he does a reading, I can't stand it when I I don't like his reading it's, voice. I could, I could be wrong, but him just plainly reading it mm-hmm. is that how he reads? No, it? he'll he'll do the characters sometimes because and sometimes he'll just do, um, like a little introduction to the story. Yeah, sometimes, and I was like ah like there's anything with short stories when he has like a bunch of short stories like uh, graveyard not graveyard shift. Um, yeah, Graveyard Shift was the name of that book that had like 
Salem's Lot. Stephen King, yeah. It had... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Graveyard Shift, Night Shift, Four Seasons. Yeah. Okay. So check these out. Yeah, one of these stories he reads, and I was like, God, I just don't like what he reads. It's a tough thing. Because there's a book, another book I was listening to called Brutal, and the guy has a really harsh English accent, and I just like, I, it's been on my phone, half listened to for about six months. Oh, dude, if I had to listen to someone reading in a Jersey accent... Oh god, that'd be awful too. I can't <laughs> Unless it. it's a character and you get some just the character. And you get just that character right. and you get listen to other people. I'd have a hard it. time too. Or a yeah, Philly I, accent. I cannot Ugh. cannot. But um other than that, I really like the book and I'm looking forward to the other one. So probably since they're all quick reads, I'll probably have gone through all three by the next show. I'll just Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna put them in my in my Kindle. If at three ninety nine, it's I can fucking. Yeah, I'll it. listen yeah. to mine too. So maybe next podcast, all three of us can oh, maybe yeah. have a little. I'll, I'll actually read it with my eyeballs. <laughs> all right, you, okay. we'll take. Oh, uh, she's better me, than us. Now that you told me the guy narrating's kind of meh. Well, the first yeah. book, I like that. guy. Yeah, but after that, but after that, meh. and Karen's fine for the second, but this, oh, the okay. third on. I'll listen to the first two and see how dedicated I am afterwards. My roommates have all been very kind on a Saturday evening, and I think maybe we should probably and give them the opportunity to have the absolutely Um, one more (laughs) thing. I I, one more book, and then we will call it a night. Uh, I'll be quick about it because I'm I'm not done reading it, but I don't know if I'm going to finish it. It's called The Dark Net by Benjamin Percy. Here's the funny thing is I read what it was, and uh, I was like, sounds intriguing. The voice is fine. The guy is a fine narrator. The story is a good premise, but it is a little disjointed with the writing style. It's like, okay, who are we listening? Well, that could be the narrator, too. So I was like, okay, who is this character supposed to be? He can't differentiate too much of the characters talking. Sometimes oh. it's the same. A couple times he's messed up and done the same voice. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if I wasn't paying attention, I wouldn't have guessed what was going on. And a couple times I'm having to like pay more attention to listening because it's like, okay, there's three people talking or is it just two or one? Because right. it, it, he's not he's really not good at... The... Uh, not enough he's not sometimes. doing a good job. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. I was and it's not like I'm trying to find just writers that are local, but this guy is also local. I didn't know that until cool. until he started That makes me know that when my, I finally finish my novel and mm-hmm. release it out there on Kindle that you know, there's some local people I can kind of network with. Well, he yeah. um my novel's not horror though, but no. But he um he was talking about uh Burnside, and I just assumed yeah, we're not the only Burnside in the in the country. Yeah. But then he mentioned Voodoo Donuts. I was oh, like, shit, oh, he's yeah. talking about our Burnside. Burnside yeah. And there's a lot. It's it, 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 like the location is, or a lot of it is generally downtown Portland, brought particularly Broadway on downtown. Okay. Because he mentions it, he mentions all kinds of places, and he'll just say, so let's meet at the you know. My mom's place, uh, that like the uh, you know restaurant, but they don't like. If you're if you're not from here, you just think that's the name of the place. But you're like, oh shit, I know exactly where Never that's yet. at. You can so push yourself he's, there. Yeah, yeah. So I can paint a picture, but the story is it, it, it feels 
it's still a good premise, but it feels like it's a good short story that they're stretching into a full novel. It seems like it could get going a lot faster. I'm um, okay. I'm almost done with the book with three hours left, and we're just now getting to a point to where shit's moving, and the book's almost over. Nice. Yeah, it could it could have been a short. Right. It didn't okay. Need to be a novel, but that is it, and it we've done a really long show. But hey, it's yeah. only a, we only do this once a month. So. Right. That's yeah. True. That's true. Um, I just don't want my roommates getting restless. <laughs> I, I get it. I should have. It's, it's 10.30 the, on a Saturday night and the musician is not gigging. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we should have been done three hours ago, but we took a massive detour for We've us. Had, it's, it's been one of those It's been days. one yeah. of those days. So, folks, we will um, we'll see you next month. Enjoy. See you, guys. Shoots.